0: Welcome to episode 616 of Conversation Street. It's a Coronation Street podcast and I'm in it. Me too.
1: Uh, I'm Michael. I'm He's Michael.
0: We're talking about episodes broadcast in the UK between the 19th and the 21st of February, episodes 11,194 to 11,197.
1: Another another weird week in Curry scheduling this week. What do we have Monday and Wednesday What's this week? What's going on next week? I think. Oh, I should have. Found, Rebecca's even sent me. I think it's Monday and Friday or Wednesday. It's. Or maybe it's Thursday. I don't know anymore. I, I, seriously, I, I, I don't know. But it's okay
0: because Coronation Street isn't a flagship show or anything. No, it doesn't matter
1: when it's on. People will find it. Honestly, come on. It's sounds not like, like ITV. they rely
0: on a regular schedule to get people to come back in. <laughs> I mean, also, the other thing too is that the episodes aren't sequential they don't follow
1: one from one another no, you can watch, you just them, watch them in them any, any order well you know honestly that we can talk um, we have also had fewer episodes of the podcast out recently because we've gone two weeks now that bonus podcast i can only um prostrate myself an apology to you uh listeners please forgive us we we were due to have actually an interview yesterday that was recorded but we had to postpone it so we've got a cast interview it's it's postponed till next week so um All things, all things, you know. If go to plan, we will have Monday evening, maybe Tuesday. Depends how long it takes me to edit it all together. We'll have a interview with a current Cory cast member for you, and uh, we might even have an extra bonus podcast next week as well. On top of that,
0: and I tell you, Rebecca has said. Cory is Monday, Thursday, and Friday. Right,
1: so f- three episodes next <laughs> Very week, Very inconvenient. <laughs> Very inconvenient, indeed. Um, okay, yeah, so hopefully we'll have a... Um, the, the, well, I'm sure we'll have this interview uh, next week. Um, we might also be doing um, a Fred Elliott, John Severdent kind of tribute, mightn't we? Because uh, the sad News came out today that uh, John Severedin, um passed away two days ago, was 21st. it? 21st. 21st of um, February. Um, yes. I'd,
0: Very sad, very iconic character. Everybody knows Fred Elliott. He was
1: so... I mean, I I put a tweet out earlier kind of calling him a modern Corrie legend. And honestly, I I wouldn't use that term lightly, but I think he really, really is. When you think about Coronation Street legends, usually your mind goes to the likes of the characters that have been in it from way back in the day. You know, Ina and Ken and um, Elsie and Hilda, uh, Mike Baldwin. But Fred Elliott, he kind of came into the show at the... On the cusp of the old and modern Cory, didn't That's he? Right, really, yeah. he was. I can't remember. Was he it?
0: straddled it like a titan.
1: Mid mid nineties, he, <laughs> he was. He was. He was Titanic.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think he was fabulous. He
1: was so good. Yeah, he he came into it just before you know the the Brian Park yeah. modern Cory makeover. But I would still consider him as a modern Cory character. And there's not many that stand up to him in this modern era that is looked upon quite so fondly as a character phrase. isn't that he <laughs>
0: he was fantastic at turning also his comedic character into some uh, somebody who co- could be quite dark yeah. and his performances his acting skills I, I think i don't think he gets enough credit for, for that, you're right. he gets a lot of credit for his, his comedic performances, mm. but the, he could turn dramatic when he needed to, and those are super effective.
1: Yeah, you think, you know, funniest Corey characters, Fred's always in those lists, and, you know, he's got his repeated himself, he's got his, got his serial proposer. his and
0: props and his costumes. Just, just
1: his booming boy. He is the Brian Blessed of Coronation yep. Street, really, isn't he? But you're right, that when he needed to be sad... He
0: he was excellent.
1: He yeah yeah he, he really. I mean my mind goes to um, after Maureen left him yeah. after she dumped him and he just sunk into these pits of despair and he was there with a you know, fag in his finger and, and he was lounging and he was excellent. in a depressive slump. Yeah, and he's one of these characters as well that made an impact despite not. Having a huge amount of time on the show, um, I mean, it was it was around a decade mm. or so, maybe a bit bit longer that he was on Coronation Street. And yeah, you get characters like Raquel, say, who made an impact in even shorter time. But um, it's it is rare to have somebody of such high calibre and held in such high esteem and given such iconic status on Coronation Street if they've only been in the show. 10 years or, or, or so.
0: And he's also broken into kind of being a mainstream cultural figure too. In this country don't you think like people mm. know who he is i yeah, would say yeah. the coronation street would struggle with that kind of character recognition with yeah, the cast it was, as it is now someone
1: in the street who's this who's, who's this, this who's this fred Elliott is mm. like every everybody knows him um yeah. and it, you know as as charlie lawson will tell you it doesn't help to, uh, it doesn't hurt to have a catchphrase does no. it A very good character but um I, we'd like to do more of a tribute um, to to John to to Fred, our character profile of him was back in what did I say earlier? Episode thirteen of uh, Conversation Street. So um, as you can imagine, it is very very it's short not on YouTube. And, and no, it is on YouTube. Is it's, it? Yeah, no, it's I there. tried
0: to look earlier, but yeah, yeah
1: so it's, it's like sixteen minutes long. Um, probably um, very poor recording quality, so um, I think I think we might do a bit we'll of an update one. on that. Um, possibly next week, we'll just have to see how things go. But um, yes, do send us your your Fred memories and your your favorite Fred scenes. We'd uh, love to reminisce and maybe read some of them out on that as well. But um, yeah, R.I.P. John Savage. Such a, that's a sad news, but um, we will. He leaves we... a legacy behind that. Yeah, I think that...
0: Um, we can celebrate and enjoy our memories of him, which is lovely. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so it's um, always difficult to segue on Hibits. from these kind of things, but so let's, How let's do just go to a, a, <laughs> yeah, uh, news, news, me, a quiz. Yeah,
0: and another news. And another news. Gemma has got a quiz for me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Go oh,
1: oh, I I You've got your pen. I've got my pen. I've got here. It is. Got my pen and and photo album. Uh, go on. Nineteenth to the twenty-third
0: of February. Envelope. Ending it in a four and a nine.
1: Nineteenth
0: mm-hmm. of February, nineteen sixty-nine. What shameful thing? Did Ina confront Dave Smith over that caused <laughs> Minnie Coldwell to disappear from Coronation Street?
1: Oh my gosh, I don't know. 1960- it's really
0: hard to word these sometimes. Yeah,
1: no, that Minnie Coldwell. Right, so
0: Minnie Coldwell's like Dave Smith. Yeah. Blah blah blah, and then Minnie, <laughs> Minnie's like, "Oh no, I must go."
1: Like <laughs> it, it rings the the slightest of tinkling bells, but um, I I don't know. So is it is something that Dave Smith had done? Is it?
0: Who's Dave Smith? Dave
1: Smith is the um, he was like a bookie, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, was he bookie? Yeah. He
0: was. He was. Yeah. yeah. He was a
1: mustachioed, a... hat wearing um, <laughs> bookie, Blanche hunt wooing type, a sin,
0: a sin peddler.
1: <laughs> yes. Um, I oh right, okay, thank you. So I think. <laughs> Wait a minute. What was the question? <laughs> Sorry, we <laughs> will Watch- go on to the next one. I know everybody loves the quiz. This.
0: This, this is how they do it on the big quizzes. <laughs> Right, so what shameful thing Ina confronted Dave Smith over causes Minnie Caldwell to disappear from Coronation Street?
2: Oh,
1: okay. So it's something like Minnie Caldwell had had a bit of a flutter and it became common common knowledge thanks to something like Dave Smith maybe came and said, "Um, oh, Minnie Minnie Caldwell, you owe me five bob from your gambling. (laughs) And then she was like, oh, I didn't gamble. And then had to go. That's what I imagine. Am I close?
0: Her gambling debts. Yeah,
1: her gambling debts. I could have just said you that. You saved
0: yourself for the last bit there.
1: Okay, fantastic. All right. 20th <laughs> of question. February 2009. Other Magnus Magnuson.
0: 20th of February 2009. Who takes over the factory with Carla's majority share? We love a factory question. Factory <laughs> share God's is the most, most
1: thrilling of part it. of any Coronation Street discussion.
0: Who are the 50 centres?
1: Um, gotta be Gotta be Tony Gordon in 2009.
0: Got to be. Got to be. No, you're wrong. It's Luke Strong.
1: Or Luke Strong. <laughs> I tricked you. You need to give
0: yourself a mark then. 21st of February. What year does the Barlow family move into Coronation Street?
1: What? The Barlow family? The
0: Barlow family moves into Coronation Street. So this Coronation is a
1: pre-1960 1960 question, is it? On the
0: 21st of February. In what, which year?
1: Oh, ridiculous question. I'm sorry,
0: but you told me you're ex- you were 19... an expert on Coronation Street.
1: 19... Fans Thirty-five. Will Stupid man! It's
0: thirty-nine. What <laughs> oh, I was thinking that because no, don't do. No,
1: that. <laughs> I wasn't going to say nineteen thirty-nine, but I knew that Ken Barlow was born in nineteen thirty-nine. So I was kind of saying, so if oh, he was born in thirty-nine, you
0: thought the parents. I were just like, gave
1: like, a, gave him a couple of years to get Jiggy, Ida, and Frank, but clearly not. Like, There's
0: war on. We got moved.
1: Okay, okay. Fair enough. I was, you know, four, four years off. Not too bad.
0: Oh, no points. 21st of February 2014. Uh, which two characters leave together, one never to return?
1: Oh, I saw a picture of this. This made me mad. Yes. <laughs> this it did. made me mad. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Dennis Tanner and Gloria Price.
0: Yes, and which one never comes back?
1: Um, Gloria Price. Correct. Is that one point or two? You have darling? another point on it. Like, yeah, oh, you fine, do. So badly, you need the help. Oh, classic, <laughs> classic podcast moment. My immediate oh reaction. My tell you what, if we'd have been in the Street Talk Outrage. shorts back then. <laughs> Outrage. Bobbins. Right, go on. 22nd of February, 1984.
0: Who is appointed temporary manager of the Rovers, annoying the other staff?
1: Oh, I don't remember what his name was. No, I'm not even going to guess. Go on, tell you me. You do know his name. Do I? Yeah. Temporary It's probably
0: not who you think it is if you oh. think you don't know his name.
1: Alec Gilroy. No. Nineteen when? Eighty four. Who was it. Who was it. Billy Walker.
0: Wrong. Oh what? Come on, you got you got one more guess.
1: Ah uh, Landlord. Nineteen eighty four. Temporary. Temporary.
0: Temporary. Very uh, landlord. Who was the man? Who was the lord of the land? I
1: don't know. Is it uh, f- Fred G? Yes. <laughs> was it really? Yes, it was. <laughs> do, do I know. get a third of a point for
2: that oh, yeah, one? I get a third. third of a point. There we go.
1: There's, there's who do you who mark. do you think it annoyed? Oh, Betty, surely.
0: Yes, Bed. Betty. Yeah. Twenty yeah. third of February two thousand and four. Your final question: mm-hmm. How does Mad Maya convince Dev to marry her?
1: Oh, Would she drives thing? him in a very fast car ride down the road. Yeah, thrilling chase. Check, okay. you know, feminist One, two, icon, three, femme fatale, yeah, Mad and, Maya, and, break and much favourite of um, just random thoughts on Twitter.
0: Everyone loves Mad Maya, but yes, I I do appreciate just random thoughts. Love
1: four and a third Love. out oh, of uh, oh girl, seven. Maya. There, not bad, not bad. Well
0: done, birthday time, Gazy. twenty fourth of February.
2: <laughs> he <plays Graham>
1: Proctor. <laughs> I was thinking about him this week because you know they've made Gav a window cleaner he was already a bit of a Craig wasn't he and it's like they're really going there go now. for it okay who else
0: 25th of February director John Moxie hang on
1: a minute it's the end of February I know who's going to come up yeah John oh, Moxie yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Rita Wolfe played Flick Khan and Julie hesman Hulse. she plays <sighs> Hayley Cropper
1: Julie has his birthday <laughs> do mm.
0: you remember I searched you about my dream today
1: Yes, I think you need to say this dream.
0: <laughs> I dreamt that
1: you phoned her up, even though I've said we need to save this for an extra episode. You
0: phoned her up to ask her some. You're like, I need some. I need some questions. I I need you to answer some questions right. for for me, please. Were they, was it, it, was like was it an you? You for some reason you phoned Ian Kershaw. Ian Kershaw's married to Julie Hetherington. In case you didn't know, he's a writer mm-hmm. on the show. We talked to him sometimes. He phoned him up, and you're like, "Look, look please put, please put I her on. Have I need Ian to talk Kershaw's to." Phone she was asleep in bed, and he's like, "Okay, you say it's urgent." <laughs> Holds the phone over your, over her head, and she's like, "What?" And then you're like, "I need to ask you certain questions about your car insurance." <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "This isn't appropriate. I'm gonna have to stop." And I was thinking, "Oh." <laughs> Where Is were this, you
1: in this stream? Were you just omniscient? Like some. Like some- Floating over the, the marital Hervert. bed of the Kershaw yeah. Hesman Hells Union. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, In- don't
0: do that, okay? We will never phone you to ask you questions about your car insurance.
1: No, if you do, then just put the phone down because it's a scam. Yeah, it's a scam. It's just AI <laughs> pretending to be
0: us. Right, um, so happy birthday. We have
1: also been rewatching Phone Jacker recently on DVD, haven't we? So maybe that's where the, uh, the scamming oh, phone call maybe. came from.
0: 26th of February, Georgia Taylor.
1: Happy birthday, Georgia Tech, twenty sixth. Oh, yes, twenty six again. Better get that Toyo card Battisbury. in the post.
0: Emily Aston plays Becky. Played Becky Palmer, twenty ninth of February. Very rare. Wendy Peters, he played Scylla Battersby Brown.
1: Wendy, yeah, I forgot Wendy Peters is a twenty nine er. twenty ninth of Feb, she gets properly birthday Jagu-Lears this She probably is twenty six. <laughs> he probably is. He probably is.
0: Um, and first of March, Anne Cunningham, who played Linda Chavesky. Oh, that's a, that's not lovely a bad bunch, this. Good uh, happy yeah, birthday, everybody, especially
1: of course Georgia Taylor, our jolly good friend. Um, have and, a good one and and, and and Thank Julie Hesman House, yes, absolutely. How long happy have
0: birthday. you had your car, and have you been in any accidents <laughs> in the past three years? It weren't
1: your fault. Is it because yeah? Well, I, I saw in Ian's Instagram that they're in Oslo at the moment. So um, hopefully they are insured for driving over there if they're taking a car. I don't know if they're maybe this a is car. a
0: premonition. You need to check your documents.
1: <laughs> yes, I think you should. Everyone's very to check important your documents. to check that your car is still insured. Please
0: make sure you're insured. It's so easy to to not be.
1: That is very easy to do. To have happened to you, but mm-hmm. we won't carry on that conversation I, on air. Right. Um, let's. I've heard some people. I've, I've heard. That, that that car insurance collapse without people realising. No, no, we
0: don't know who that. No, I don't know, know who
1: that could possibly be. No. But those the people are not. The insinuating some now.
0: people, like, we've <laughs> just spoken about. There's nobody that we've
1: it's spoken about. Not. No. Georgia Taylor, or Ian Gersh, or Julie None house. of the
0: people whose birthdays, or anybody related to coronation Street. Because okay, we don't I think know. we're
1: incriminating some people. Some people. <laughs> <laughs> so I think we need to move on to street talk. Let's go. Let's go. Idea. Let's yeah, do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: All right, Michael. We've got to be serious and pay attention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I know we're still having a little bit of a laugh about Gemma's dream. I, 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 I'm kind of a bit jealous because of all the adventures that you get to go to with Coronation yeah. Street characters and/or cast in your yeah, sleep. Cool. But, um I am cool. Yeah, yeah. so <laughs> Street Talk time for this week's brief episode. If you're a
0: Coronation hell- Street um, star
1: mm.
0: or product or in the production team, and you See a shadow in your bedroom at night. It might be me it watching be you, general. having a little astral projection. Yeah. Um, I don't well, mean people, to be creepy. The people I'm, that are just no listening to just it. the street
1: talk segment of this have got no idea what we're talking about. Well,
0: that's why it's an advert for it, to listen to our an podcast. advert
1: for the first fifteen minutes of our podcast. Yes, it's it's amazing. always full of fun. Um, right, we're going to start off the bullying story. Like, I'd call this a splat the rat story, but I don't know, Gemma. Yeah, I was, I was, I, maybe I got, got glares for calling that, so it's now been rechristened as leave me alone. Yeah. Is that suitable? I don't is that know. Do? I don't know what yeah. you're
0: supposed to say about this.
1: Um, we have got the brief romance story, and it was very brief because uh, Dee Dee and Joel are no longer um, a couple after um, Wednesday's episode. We've got the oh baby storyline, which was absolutely the highlight of Wednesday for me. Very very good episode on Wednesday. It is a good one. It doesn't necessarily um, describe the story as a whole, Gemma, but. Um, Bethany and Lauren wanting to write about her experiences in the Nazi group—we call it the far-right story—but right is spelled W-R-I-T-E, which is a literary joke, which I'm sure that Bethany, as a seasoned um, penman, yeah, yeah. Would, under, would, would appreciate.
0: Uh, penman, yes, that's what penwoman. We call ourselves. You um, are
1: a penwoman, and I've also I'm written said that though, I don't think I,
0: that they were Nazis.
1: Uh, uh, well, whatever. I don't think you can
0: just call anyone fascists. a Nazi.
1: Okay, I'm sorry. That was a very Nazi You're thing offended. to call them. <laughs> you
0: offended
1: the Nazis. Um, okay, oh, and then there's, there's the Leanne story. I've not got a storyline tied to for Nick and Leanne's upcoming nuptials. Although I probably should, because we've probably had one before from the millions of other times they've uh, gone up the aisle, but never mind. Um, leave me alone. I think that you would like to describe this story.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Right, so Very we've only got two episodes to talk about, then, haven't we? So
1: yes, it's right. going to be quick. It's gonna
0: be... Okay, right. right, so Monday, this is when uh, Maria's holding a, a vigil at the bedside. Oh. Oh, is
1: it? She should have just done some astral projecting of her own, shouldn't she? Because you could have stayed in her own bed with yeah. Gary and then just watched over I Liam would imagine he her
0: dreams would have conjured up far darker things than actually did happen, which was that he just was asleep.
1: Mason's mascara. Mm.
0: <laughs> well, she was concerned. He doesn't wear mascara. Michael... This is serious. Sorry. She was worried that he was looking up how to kill himself and then he's, she's just scared of leaving him alone. I cannot believe how... Well, I cannot conceptualise how awful you would feel if this was your child. I
1: know. It would be te- absolutely terrifying. Absolutely.
0: Terrifying. You would was never she, sleep again. No, well, she didn't. Gary asked her, like, did you sleep? Yeah. No. She's not... Um, he's not really impressed that she's been there all night, but he. She's. she can't... She doesn't know what else to do. Mm. She needs to know he's okay. And they're going to have to make a doctor's appointment so that she can make sure that he gets help. Um, yeah.
1: Good plan. Good job you can get oh, him yeah, very it's quick. Good, good it's, plan. It's, you know, very, very serious. And they got this, the appointment straight away, just like, just like every other time yeah. that somebody wants a Dr. Gadass appointment. But well,
0: they do introduce a little bit of realism here because Dr. Gadass is there to save the day, but not really just to wait. You have to wait. So Liam's opening up about how hard things have been for him, and he wants it to stop and to get away from everything. To, and uh, she's asking him about his online searching because she knows why he's there, and she's saying, "Were you curious or were you planning planning something like this?" And he says, "I oh, was serious." And then Maria's just sitting there like, "How do you how do you get to this point with your kid?" What do you do? So she she's gonna he's gonna get a CAMS referral. Now. Yeah, and a mental.
1: The, the, the M and the H is for mental health. It's a child. i I, I, myself. Oh, I should I've... I should know that button. It is the mental health.
0: I only brought it up because I thought you knew.
1: Sorry, it's a it, it's, it's you know we just call, we just got it a CAMS. It's for yeah referring children to what is it? For, it's a service. Yeah, yeah. It's referring children to for for mental health issues. Um, so you know, put the name down and then they they get they get people involved but there, there is a massive massive waiting list for for things like this to happen even more so the last couple of years i mean the, the the children's mental health is is a big issue at the moment and it's partly been since the pandemic but um yeah it's every so many children's services like that are so completely overwhelmed um it, it was quite realistic i'm gonna say that um he can't get the help immediately so i totally got and sympathised with Maria's frustration with the, uh, oh, with the yeah. issue.
0: It stands for Child and Adolescent Mental Health Services. Thank you.
1: Of course I knew that. Of course. Oh my God. My God.
0: <laughs> so Maria's not, Maria's not happy about this because it's going to take a few months for this to come, to come through and, and she says we need something now and Gadda says well I'm going to give you some reading and you need to tell your mum Liam if you start to feel this way again. And then she she just said to Marilla, "I'm marking this as urgent, but you've got to keep a, a close eye on him, just as the same as teachers are. That the doctors are have their hands tied by the lack of funding and support that is being given to services like this that have been cut by the government. Hmm. If it's something that you feel strongly about, you need to tackle it where the problem lies, not with the people that are trying desperately to help. The government, your MPs, your local." Um, Representatives, you need to tell them you need to vote for the people that are going to get these services to the people that need them. That's well, just me. I, I That's would just my opinion. I, I
1: hope that I hope there can be a change. We've got an election coming this year, haven't we? And well,
0: it's not down to me to say anything about beyond what I've just said that to point out who's responsible. It's not Dr. Gaddas, it's not Mrs. Crawshaw. No, I mean, kind of is Mason,
2: <laughs> um,
0: but uh. There's nothing really that we can expect him to do about it because he's a horrible scroat.
1: Yeah, the 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 number of children with mental health issues, with special educational needs, with with all these kind of complex needs has rocketed in recent years, but it just feels like the services to deal with them i don't know whether they've been cut back or but the funding certainly isn't there as much as it should be and you Um, know and they just they cannot cope because it's overwhelming overwhelming. at all levels and that does include the people holding the purse strings i get that but um it's it's a real dire situation and again
0: i'm not here to tell you who to vote for or what what the solution is but you know We we all know who's in charge of the government at the moment, and if that is the political um, ideology that you believe in, then ask them to do something about it. Ask them if if they if that's who you want to vote for. Make sure that they're going to represent. It does make me wonder whether when you know when
1: election time starts coming round, what kind of promises both of the main parties will will do to try and convince. Because I'm sure that uh, the Tories know that people that lots of people aren't happy with the current situation and will they will do they,
0: they do they i think I i'm think not gonna get do. involved i didn't want to go down the path i'm just saying well I mean, I, can, all we, we can refer to do... the people
1: who are in power at no, the moment or not but we know no, who that is yeah
0: but what my point was is i'm not trying to demonize anybody who's voted for whatever and i certainly don't think that it's a good idea to attack people because of their political beliefs because you know i conservative liberal whatever um you have a right to hold your beliefs and just because somebody voted for one thing or another doesn't mean that they support what's actually happening mm. but no, if you're no. going to carry on voting for somebody or you want to put your vote somewhere and this is an important thing for you that you care about then make sure your vote's going to the thing that you want to happen yeah. that's all i'm saying as best you
1: can in a, in a, in a system where there's only a couple of parties that have actually got any chance of uh getting in the hot seat but it's oh guys, it's, it's it's dire. Well, it as really, as somebody really on
0: is. the front lines of it, you can attest to this. Is you know, and I I read the news. I I know what's what people are saying. Mm. This is everything's been slashed to the bare bones, and it's now they're hacking the bones up.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: Right. So then we get Mason. He is in the precinct because he's uh This is like, a great out. scene. With, I love this. <laughs> with Dylan. Yes. And Gary's walking through. I assume he was going to get a milkshake, but he got put off. He didn't want to buy one in front of Mason.
1: <laughs> um,
0: and then Mason starts taunting him. So Gary just comes over and he says, "If you try anything with Liam again, I'm going to beat you up. I don't care how old you, how old you are."
1: I can't remember exactly what it was that Mason was saying, but he's quite good, uh, he, just, and he does it with George as well. He's that, like, like, oh, he's like I oh, say hello to, de, to to Liam for me. Yeah, just
0: being how are you doing, Mister Windass? Without without actually coming out and saying it, like being mm. vindictive.
1: I, Luke like, Atul, I think he is doing such a great job. Yeah. I, I honestly do. He Mason is absolutely despicable, but I, he's, I, I'm enjoying watching him. It's a love to hate. It's not just that, oh, he's, he's bloody annoying, or oh, I don't like that, or you do get some villains sometimes that I just feel indifferent to. It's like, I get that they're the villain, they're doing bad things, but... I'm. I'm really enjoying watching Mason just wind on people up
0: because of personal. Oh yes, yeah.
1: No, of course, of course. Um, but lots of people. This story has got a huge uh, amount of uh, popularity. Even um, people are saying on. On TikTok at the moment, which I, I don't, don't know anything what? about, um, some on of the bullying storylines and the clips and everything have got. Oh yeah, um,
0: millions of views.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's having a profound impact, and I think you can, you can. I, I mean, I talked last week about how some parts of the story aren't hitting in the way aren't hitting me in the way that it should, but that's just because I'm a crotchety old grump. But I, I am enjoying seeing the the taunting going on from a. This is, you know, this isn't real, this is drama, and this is a villain. Like, you it's know... It's
0: easier to be... It's
1: like how you can enjoy a panto villain, not that I'm saying that Luca is being panto about it. Okay. No, yeah, I get what you're saying. He, he's great. He he's
0: really he great. pokes the bear to the extent that Gary goes for him, grabs him and pushes him on the floor. And Everyone's like, yes, yeah, go on, kick him in that the face. That so
1: fun. That and was then, great. Go on, Gary, my son.
0: And then Sean comes along. And, of course, Sean decides to take the boy's side, um, but Gary's insisting that Mason was being cocky and rude. I mean, you can't beat people up for being cocky and rude, especially not teenagers <laughs> in a precinct. Gary doesn't any need job. much
1: of an excuse.
0: Sean said, do anything like that again, I'm going to go to the police.
1: The one thing I will say about Monday's episode, I, I thought that on on the whole this week was pretty great, but Monday's had a couple too many um, coincidental occurrences and people happening to it. You know, Corey's guilty of it quite a lot, but Monday had more than its fair share and and... Sean happening to walk past just as Gary had wrenched Nathan <laughs> from the swings and was giving him a pounding um, you've on the floor. Get over it. It's like, come just on. Just get come over on.
0: it. I, I can't, maybe, I can't m- get mad about it. Maybe so. Gary
1: and Sean were agreeing to have a secret, you know, little meeting at Sweet milkshake. Enough. Yeah. They're trying
0: to get their loyalty cards. Share a cards. straw and a
1: strawberry milkshake?
0: No, they're trying to fill out the loyalty cards so they get a free milkshake. It's easier if <laughs> people do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he takes their side because, you know, you could, you kind of would have to. Question what's happening if a grown man's beating up a teenager.
1: Well, there there is that, isn't there? Mm. I mean, I'm going to say that possibly Mason is taller than Gary, but he's still, you know, he's still the older one by a good, what, 25 years or so. He, He shouldn't really be doing that. He shouldn't. But... Again, as a as a viewer watching it, knowing it's fiction, I was I was cheering again. Gary on Go at on that again. point. Yeah, and but Sean has been so so blinkered through all of this, hasn't he? Almost, I'm going to say unrealistically so believing that there's nothing wrong with Mason, you know and what? I know that it's Mason is being nice and polite around him. But come on, come on.
0: What's weird is I've seen so many threads and posts and things on social media and reddit and all that those places like saying i oh, my kid was bullied and i went to the school about it and uh they spoke to the pet the parents of the other kid and they don't care and they they're like wouldn't don't don't they don't have anything to say about it, blah, blah, blah. You never hear anything about the parents of these kids, do you? Do they just, are they like just knuckle dragging illiterate idiots who don't go on the internet or something? Well,
1: the bullies. The bullies'
0: parents. You never well, hear no, them I mean, going, oh, the school's always picking on my kids saying they're bullying everybody. You never hear them saying anything like that, do you? Where do they go? Is there some kind of like special meeting place, like, like under a stone somewhere hmm. where they all gather together? I
1: think, I mean, you. you... I obviously hear, it's difficult for me because being well, in the school No, I'm not gonna say anything at all about my school. Um but um this what I was would say was that this week did a good job of showing that point of view because later on in the week when um Sean discovers that Dylan has been sending those messages to to Liam online, you got to see his reaction to yeah, that. But and I th- I don't
0: think that's I don't think that's a realistic Re- react. Well, is it? Well, let's, well,
1: no, let's, wait, let's wait until we get there. But I
0: know, but I don't think. I think Sean's a really good person and he reacted as you would hope that anybody would do. But I, I would imagine that most of them don't. I think most of them double down, probably.
1: I think lots of people would, but. Uh, so bullies can be anyone and you and you know parents can be anything and mm. you get your stereotypical you know council estate kind of person like the, no. the knuckle dragger like you say and then and the the knuckle bullies draggers are, can live in mansions i'll tell you but, that but you but any any person you can have the loveliest parents whatsoever and they got a horrible you, child and they can have raised children to have made not so nice choices in the old bullying department so um yeah, I, I, I really appreciated what they did. Sean, Sean was great this week in all the all scenes. I thought scenes, Sean I was thought. really good. Yeah. And, and what I really, really loved this week was that we saw lots of people praising Anthony Cotton online. Good. He does not get a whole lot of praise online. Um, Sean's we, not a
0: well-loved character. Sean's not
1: a well-loved character. They
0: tried, when they tried him with the homeless storyline, they made a massive mistake with that. Mm. The misstep, it, it didn't land at all. Yeah. made him look... Not, didn't do any, him any favors. But that
1: that didn't. But you know, if you've been listening to the podcast long enough, you'll know that I really enjoy Sean as a character. I find him kind of funny, and I know that he can be a bit of a bit of a snarky git and a bit of mm. a uh, you know, not not as bad as Beth. Like Beth is just. Wild to almost everyone isn't she and sometimes Sean can let his mouth run away with him but on the whole I would say that I it's enjoy Sean heart. as a character yeah he has, Sean has got a good heart and that counts a lot for me um, and so it was lovely for me and, and I've always said that I think you know when, when he needs to Anthony Cotton can absolutely rise to the occasion we've seen lots of examples yeah. in this story of him having a go at Dylan for one thing or another but it felt like this week when the, the, the news of the bullying and the, and the the homophobic texts or instant messages or whatever it was came out suddenly people lots of people online realize oh he's pretty good isn't he he's like yes
0: yes he is yes, <laughs> he, he is can. really
1: good he can he's, he's amazing <laughs> he
0: a, can turn it on yeah but he doesn't get a lot uh to do normally. no he doesn't
1: get he, he you know we you can go months and years where all sean does is make a bit of a catty remark behind the back at the overs and, 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 and flounce around and flounce around and Whip whip his head to a side, but with a, with a towel over his shoulder, or or maybe have a bit of a gossip with Izzy over the machine. So it's it this it's great that he's for me that Sean has got a story. It's not his story; it's Liam's story and Mason's story and Dylan's story. But it's great to me that he has got a story that's to hitting hard, and it's, and that he is a not in in consequential part of it. So um,
0: yeah, and it's also interesting because he's unlike. You know, he's unlike Maria and Gary. Normally you'd have, like, two heterosexual couples in a relationship together on either side of this. But this story can be told from Sean's perspective as a gay single dad Mm. who's struggling to raise this child that he's not really had a lot to do with. Yeah, yeah, and he
1: mentions that, doesn't he? Because when it's Dylan's birthday and he's like, oh, Oh, let's get to it, let's get to it. Sorry, sorry. No, no, it's fine, it's... It's, it's um, good, this is why oh, I like this current, when there's a week that it's like, <laughs> so oh I've got to lots to about say it. about this week, not just this happened and this happened and this happened. So yeah, anyway, carry on.
0: Right, so back at home, Maria um, is looking at this website that Dr Gallis has re- recommended, and Gary comes in and she updates him on everything and says, I'm going to try and take some time off work to, to help look after Liam. And <laughs> Gary's like, um, I just beat Mason up, just a bit though, <laughs> I'm really sorry. Sorry do, you remember, this makes it worse.
1: do you remember back in the day when Gary was always the kicked out of him? When yes. that's
0: right. He's finally found somebody he can beat up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just, just go for people. That, just go for be, uh, teenagers. Gary Go for people half your age or more, and then you might finally win a fight, a fight or two. Build that reputation back up again. Yeah, as exactly. The, as the hard army lad. Yeah. <laughs> Get some graffiti
0: down line. those alleyways. Watch out, Gary's well odd. Right, back at number eleven, Sean is telling. George and Eileen about what's happened and they're both saying there's no way Gary would have just attacked Mason unprovoked because he's a villain for a reason Hmm. you know that's the thing about Gary he's like the ginger crusader
1: yeah ginger ninja isn't he
0: and Sean's like hmm maybe there's something to this and he asks Dylan to give him his phone
1: he's had his head in the sand all this time and George and Eileen this week are finally like look seriously why 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 would he do
0: this but (laughs) i I can't really fault sean because you have to trust your children i don't know that you trust them to the extent that you have no idea what they're doing on their phones or on the internet or on social media i don't remember how old dylan is
1: uh 16 He just turned this well then
0: i think there's something you know that's a bit different isn't it 16 year olds maybe should be a bit more trusted you don't really uh, want to look on there, but um, you know when you're when they're younger, you, you should be knowing what they're up to. Sorry, right, I was only
1: fifteen when this when this episode. Oh, that's aired, okay so then. That's, look that's at his that's phone. All fine. But it's you, you, that
0: arbitrary number makes all the difference. You
1: kind of always say, "Oh, Sean, what are you doing? You're blinkered, You got your head in the sand, and so on." That's but what you I mean. See, you, you will, you would want to, wouldn't you, if well, you're you have having to. these accusations made against your kid? No, no, no. You're gonna want to believe it so badly.
0: No, you have to kind of. There has to be a level of trust and. Uh, mutual respect between you, you and your child, but it's, you still have to maintain you know, you're the responsible one, you're the parent, you're responsible for what they do and what they look at. Mm. There's got to be a, a way of. Do, uh, I can't uh, fault Sean for what he's done because I think it would be there's There's another level to this where he you could actually become abusive as a, as a parent, overly invested in what your child's doing and overbearing and stifle your child from growing or learning anything because you're controlling everything they do mm. what's the What's the solution yeah, yeah so anyway, he looks at this phone to see what, what he's been up to, and he's found all the evidence. he just has a go at Dylan like. I've seen all this stuff that you've been writing. You're even writing homophobic things in there. I'm so ashamed of you. This is the worst thing I could have found out about you.
1: Yeah, this was this was fab. This, it's the it's the the homophobic remarks that really hit, isn't it? It's, it's, it was almost felt. I think we said when we were watching it, like, oh, so he's fine with now everything else, but you make like... a, you made a homophobic <laughs> comment, Dylan, and I'm sorry. I'm cut, well, not... it's more to. <sighs> he was. He's beside himself, Sean, to hear this.
0: Clearly, but it's also a rejection and betrayal of the values that he's thought he had instilled in Dylan. Mm. So he's thinking, if he's doing this, what else is he capable of? Yeah, I don't know that he took it personally so much as to think, what have you been learning from me? What have you learned? What have I taught you? What values have I instilled in you that you can do this?
1: He he mentioned, like, why, why do you think I go about on that float once a year, didn't he? Like, mm. he so he kind of insinuates that I you, I should have taught, I, I thought I'd taught you better than that but yeah it was that was a great performance and you could tell that the way that Anthony delivered it, it was kind of calling upon some you know, putting yeah. words in his well, mouth yeah. that some of the abuse that he will have um, experienced over the years.
0: So he then says how could I have gotten this all so wrong um, after he's got you know, told yeah. Dylan to go to his room or whatever he does. And um, Gary meanwhile is apologising to Liam for losing it with Mason, and Liam's not happy about this. And he said, "Oh, if you if you were that worried about me, you wouldn't have picked a fight with him. I'm a dead man now." Yeah. So he's Gary worried about the it Made it worse, huh? Yeah. Back at number eleven, Sean's trying to talk to Eileen and George about how to make sense of this. He's blaming himself for being absent. I mean, he, you know, Dylan was kind of kidnapped. <laughs> Well, he, he was taken away from shore. Oh, yeah, Dylan was totally kidnapped. Without his permission. He had My no son. he had no rights to, to, like, talk to He couldn't talk to him for years. He can't blame himself for not being there. He wasn't allowed to be. He
1: wasn't for a bit, but I think it, yeah, it was after only what, after a few years, but what I think, can you things do if thawed between him and But Violet. what can you
0: do if you make your life somewhere and then the person takes your child to a different city and you can't yeah. see them? It wasn't
1: his fault. I mean, he could have moved to London as well, I suppose, if... But
0: he wants to do that
1: <laughs> he wouldn't have been in car then.
0: no exactly he would have been in a,
1: he'd have been in would have been in his
0: neighbours his <laughs> <Jesus> neighbours <laughs> <laughs> uh, right so um, he's going to go and speak to Maria and Gary about this so um, he, he does he, he, he's apologising he says I've got it all wrong he tells them what he knows and he assures them that, that Dylan's not going to do this again and Maria's like wow Maria's like wow what are you going to do about it it's all very well to come here and, and apologise but um, I'm still going to go through with the complaint at school and Sean says well I'll, I'll support you to do that and whatever the consequences are then you know I'll make sure that D- Dylan faces, faces them. them.
1: Yeah and, and fair play to Sean there as well because he he was uh, he looked groveling. so
0: crestfallen, and he
1: was—he was, he was yeah—he's just so so disappointed in what his son's You'd done, be and, sick. All, and he was sick. He, yeah, he, all he could do was be honest with Maria and say, "Look, this this has happened. I am so so sorry." I didn't but know. but fair play to Maria as well. She could have turned round and just she said, "Oh, answer. that's okay, Sean. Don't worry about it. Thank you for saying." No, I don't but think she a stuck woman to her guns that. and was like.
0: A mother would I'm not
1: upset. And but I don't I don't think Sean was necessarily expecting or hoping for her to well no forgive. He just needed to let her know that he knows the truth now and that The true
0: A true act of forgiveness is to apologise um without expecting for it to be accepted. Mm. So to me Sean was genuine in what he was saying because he didn't need or expect Miriam and Gary to like, you know, forgive him and praise him for doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was
0: just there to do the to do the right thing and go
1: and say, "Don't worry, half terms over. Next week, we will be working alongside Mrs. Crawshaw to make sure that Dylan gets whatever he's got coming to him." I'm in full what support on, on this. What is
0: D- Dylan gonna do? I'm really interested.
1: Well, th- he's still is he
0: gonna get beaten up by Mason.
1: Maybe because because Mason's name is still out of it, isn't it? So, he so it, it could well be that. How is surely surely Dylan's going to get not expelled?
0: Mason's involvement.
1: Yeah, who's
0: who's Liam text? Um, I wonder Dylan how text- clever
1: Mason has been about that. I
0: don't think a kid would be. I mean, in in this show, maybe they need him to be some kind of super manipulative, genius level Machiavellian. Guy, but in real life, you wouldn't, you wouldn't even mm. think about
1: it, would you? I, I would say that maybe Mason could be the sort who just gets his lackeys to do it for him, you know, to to do the the rat face kind of gifts. But I think Mason literally has, and we've also seen, like, was it last week when Dylan thought that um, they were in trouble? He texted Masons like, we need, we need. Yeah, so exactly. there there is clearly they're, they're still, they're talking about evidence it. on Liam's phone that he has talked no, about on this. on Dylan. oh, Dylan's phone, sorry. I keep that, saying the wrong That, that he, he's been speaking with Mason about it. So if I was Mason at this point, I'd be saying, you delete all of our phone conversations. But well, then I guess that kind of already... puts you in it, doesn't it?
0: Well, they've backed it up, didn't they? All taken... I, I don't know. Can, I, I can't don't remember. remember. I don't, I'm not sure. I think it'd be stupid not to have done that. But, well, that's what they said in the, the advice, you know, Coronation Street advice. They Screenshot. said, make sure you take evidence.
1: Yeah. So, so maybe that's how Mason is going to get caught out in the end, because... Otherwise, it's a bit of a plot hole if they've been looking through through Dylan's phone and they uh, and they haven't found copious evidence of L- Mason's involvement.
0: Dylan's phone.
1: Dylan's. Did I say Liam? again? I don't know. Too was, many characters that are I was teenage at boys. At <laughs> you know what I mean. Right.
0: So Gary and Mira like this is a good first step, but Liam's not convinced. Back at home, Sean says he's going to tell Crawshaw everything when he, when they go back to school to Dylan and. I'm gonna keep an eye on you, and he's just really disgusted with him, isn't he? He's just—he's not being horrible, but he's just like I'm t- tired. You've—you've you've let me down.
1: Mm, and and Dylan can't do anything apart from say yeah, okay. He knows—he's known all along, really, that what he's been doing is wrong, and he's only been doing it because he's scared of Mason as well, orders. and he's yeah, following orders exactly. And I think deep down, he would have known that this day would eventually come. So. Well, maybe prepared himself for it possibly and well, it's like well it's finally caught up with me and again fair play to him rather than saying oh no I, I didn't do it he made me do it you know he's he's taken his which he would have to because the character of Dylan is going to be redeemed isn't he and yeah. we, we've seen I guess it's st- the fact that he's owning up to it is the beginning of his redemption arc whereas I don't think I don't we're going to have the same happen to, to Mason
0: no Mason's the villain, yeah. Mason's not got any Mason's not got any redeeming features because that would be too complicated. (laughs) I hope that they do something about, you know, because I've heard, I've heard what has been said on TV about Dylan and Sean, you know, Sean, because the actors are on Good Morning or whatever. And I heard what they said about it. And I hope, I don't know. I just thought, hmm. What? Just saying that Dylan's a victim and he was bullied into being a bully. And I think, it's, I had the same. I had the same problem with the, the grooming story with. Um,
1: oh, with Max, and, Max and, Lauren. and Lauren.
0: Like, where does the where does it end? Was there like an original racist somewhere at the very origin of time that we could just erase from history, <laughs> and nobody would ever be a racist? Can we take no personal responsibility for what we actually do? Mm. You know, like I understand peer pressure. I'm not stupid. I understand that. Some things would never have happened if certain people weren't influencing you. And I understand the power of influence and brainwashing and social engineering and all the rest of it. But it comes a point at which someone's responsible and how do you decide who that is? So. Is Mason the only bully in, in Weatherfield and all bullies stem from him? No. What 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 is his reason? Why does Dylan get away with having a reason but Mason doesn't? That's yeah. that's my problem.
1: Yeah, you're right, and then comparing it to what we saw last year with Max and Griff. Is, it just
0: felt a bit I like I think we
1: said something similar, didn't because, we?
0: Because the Max was in trouble for influencing the kid that stabbed um Um uh, uh, Alia. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then he and but the kid was the kid in trouble? I can't remember and then well Max got Max, sent to prison, because of, to prison because of influence. But the, because the of what, what the other work. kid did
2: oh, no, the, the, the I think he probably did as well I think he did
0: but what and then Griff went to prison too but who where did Griff get that from you know we can't we have to if you're going to go back you have to go back again hmm. where does it end hmm. I know I get really I, I always get caught up on this I don't yeah. know. That's why I'm not a judge or in charge of anything. <laughs> Just a podcast. I'm not even in charge of the podcast, <laughs> right? In so, charge of
1: the quiz, Jen, when you do. Oh, I am good in charge job, of but... the
0: quiz, right? So Liam's worried. Sean's gonna tell Mrs. Crawshaw, and then Mason comes to the door. And <laughs> yeah. um,
1: after Sean says, "I'm gonna keep my eye on you from now," and 60 seconds later, <laughs> answer
0: the door in privacy, please. I'm I don't want to know. I don't know what you're t- who you're talking to or why. Uh, Dylan says what's happened? And Mason's like, you keep my, nose out, my name out of this and if anyone says I was involved, you're, they're going to find out what, what happens to Liam happens to them. Bye. And Dylan's like, oh no, who have you seen this happening? <laughs> On Wednesday. I mean, I know that's why Dylan's been doing this all along. They've made that very, very clear that Dylan's scared of Mason.
2: Yeah,
0: That's a dynamic that's very obvious and I don't think it's, I don't think, um I wouldn't know what to do if I was Dylan. I'd probably go along with it too. Uh. But, it doesn't make it doesn't mean it's excusable, no. or that there's nothing that there's not something to be said for what Mason's doing and why he's doing it. Yeah. Right on Wednesday, it's Dylan's birthday. Oh, birthday, Dylan. Well, Sean doesn't think he deserves a celebration.
1: <laughs> what did you think of Sean's reaction? It's like, it's so harsh, isn't it? But but still understandable. Did you get one sixteenth,
0: but you also messed it up. It
1: showed how deeply Sean was personally hurt. By what um, Dylan has done, I'm getting his name wrong all the time, and it's they're and it's very not, similar. That's sure. why
0: Dylan and Liam, and they don't look similar, but they've got they've got similar aspects. The,
1: and this isn't <laughs> this isn't about Sean, and he shouldn't be like, oh, I'm making all, all about me. You upset my feelings, so I'm not giving you this. It was you know part of who he is and his core beliefs and values that
0: been attacked,
1: but yeah, and he feels yeah. ridiculous. Again, okay, it's not not about him. But um, it it would be hard after what happened the evening before to just wake up and act like nothing had happened. But
0: equally, as a parent, are you being a responsible parent by saying, you're only going to get one 16th, so we're going to celebrate and pretend nothing's happened, but then tomorrow you're in trouble again? What do you do? What do you do?
1: All these things that we non parents don't have to consider about. Although we did we do well, have Abby a bully is, as a cat.
0: Abby does bully other Has cats. this happened
1: since the last podcast? No, I think
0: you said it last time.
1: Oh did it? Yeah we did. Oh. Stealing, She's very naughty stealing she, other cat. cats she doesn't colours. understand
0: consequences. Naughty.
1: <laughs> she have not given
0: her any birthday presents. <laughs> yeah, but we what don't do know you when do? Her birthday is. <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? I don't
1: I don't know what I would do in this situation I don't think with Sean's Sean. Wrong
0: here. He he just he gives him a present and just goes off. Um, I th- yeah. Arlene's like Sean, you're being so harsh on Dylan, but he d- he did wrong, but you you can't just never speak to him again.
1: I think Sean knows that he will speak to him again, and he they will make up. And he- I
0: don't think this is overly harmful for Dylan to, to face some consequences no. here. No, I don't. How how uh, how many times has Liam cried himself to sleep? How many times has Liam? been alone and sad
1: and been driven to be searching for some quite yes. dangerous so things maybe online
0: let's not let's not feel so sorry for dylan even if it is his birthday
1: mm. and i think that you know maybe sean and dylan will celebrate his birthday in the future because like know. i said sean knows that he's going to things will be right this isn't the end he's not this isn't the end of my relationship with my son we can never but he's He's still smarting from the bombshell that he learnt about on Monday, yeah. so like, I I think this was probably the right move.
0: Um, I'm gonna say. Well, Ian and George are kind of now doing a bit of a 180, aren't they? Because they were like, "Oh, he's he's awful," and now they're like, "Oh, Sean, why are has been so mean?"
1: I think that that was also right though, because they they know that.
0: <sighs> I just think they wanted a beige party. They're like, "We're gonna have sausage rolls. You're gonna you're gonna." Harsha, Mallow, we wanted to enjoy eating crisps out of a big communal bowl and you're making everyone feel awkward, Sean.
1: I think they know <laughs> that inciting the wrath of his dad is probably enough for for, for Liam. Dylan. Dylan. Dylan okay, Dylan, okay I'm going to also say another <laughs> thing. So they had to, there had to be yeah, somebody at home is, that was saying, oh, happy you're birthday. You're
0: right, you're completely right here because Dylan is an only uh, um, an only child, uh, son of a, of a single parent. And so when one when his sole parent is just furious at him, he does need a bit of adult support in some way. Mm. I think my parents always used to say to me, well, they didn't say this to me, but since I was, I've grown up, they told me that they would never both be mad at me at the same time.
1: Yeah, I think you've told me that one before. They, they made a pact you've with got each other
0: of... that they would... Not like if I did something wrong, obviously I'd be in trouble. But I would never be in a situation because I was also I'm also an only child for most of my life. <laughs> um, I know that's
1: yeah. Um, We've we talking about it, podcast, right? So uh, um
0: yeah, being being alone in a house with two people who are in charge of you, who both are furious at you. Yeah, if you're piggy in the middle
1: between horrible. both parents. Yeah, so I think so. The parents, fact that Eileen and,
0: and George are stepping up to give. Dylan a bit of support is probably quite mm. good actually.
1: And also I think um, Violet is probably the, uh, the the good cop parent at the moment who well I don't know she's so not she's not there she's not there to wish him happy birthday but she's also not shouting it and down the phone as yeah. far as I can tell.
0: that's nice isn't
1: it <laughs> so
0: Dylan's on the steps to the gym. I don't think it's a gym anymore. I think no it's I wrote a... gym steps in the
1: notes because it's it's just to so help people club. know where it was. Yeah it is it's just more flat um,
0: and he's, he did, George finds him there and he's, he's been sad and lonely and all his mates have abandoned him so George sits behind him and he's asking him what's what's brought you to to this and Dylan admits he was scared of Mason and he feels like a coward and George tells him about when he was bullied tell you what he's done and out on this story isn't he <laughs>
1: yeah Frank he, oh. who else
0: did he tell he told Liam
1: I can't remember maybe he did tell
0: some he did I think he did tell Liam yeah um, he says "I was, you know Frank bullied me it was awful and I told somebody and it stopped and some of um the sidekicks of Frank came over and apologised to me and one of them even meant it and that helped. And you can show people that you've changed by taking responsibility and showing that you're sorry. Which is not, you know, good advice. Good, solid advice. Not sure if you should be doing it the day after you get found out. Hmm. Don't know how... How... What's the word? Sincere, that would feel.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
0: You need a bit more time to reflect upon.
1: It maybe felt ever so slightly... Um, PSA when he was saying I told somebody and then it stopped but that's what you do tell children to do isn't it and you hope that that does work um, it doesn't always work, clearly, but but it is still is. It's the only absolutely, way to, it's the only there's way. There's
0: only one way to solve it and it yeah. starts with with telling people. Yeah.
1: I thought this was a really, really lovely scene, but that that just little bit was like, Oh, that's a little bit you'd give me a message, but on the whole, I that, that was great, great stuff. Tony morsley wonderful, and um and, yeah. and Lynn McShane as well, really, really. And also Ian kershaw wrote there? this episode. He did. He, yeah, he did.
0: Good job. Um Sean comes home and Dylan apologises sincerely to him and he's gonna tell Mrs. Crawshaw everything and take full responsibility and he's gonna make sure Liam knows how sorry he is as well and then Sean gives him a hug. Which oh, was, that was lovely. lovely.
1: That was that's yeah. Because you can't stay mad forever, and I and I think that meant a lot to Sean, and he knew that he genuinely meant it. And he he didn't want to be mad. No, of course at he Dylan, doesn't. Did he?
0: Well nobody wants their child to do something like this. Yeah. So Mason finds Dylan um trying to get the courage up to contact um, Maria and Gary. Yeah, he's He's outside the building. And um, Dylan is putting on a bit of a front with Mason here and saying he's just trying to keep everyone sweet. So he's still too scared to stand up to Mason. And Mason says, you're not going to tell him about me, are you? Or Mrs. Mrs. Crawface. (laughs) And Dylan's like, no. And then Mason takes him away. So he doesn't actually get to speak to... To anybody in the house about apologising,
2: yeah.
0: Which would you know? It's a bit bit of a crap way to spend your birthday, apologising yeah, for all your. I guess so. All your crimes against humanity.
1: Um. So I guess I guess the next episode is going to be back in school again. I've lost all track of time. I think I think we're that episode that was on Wednesday was a Friday episode because of the extra one we had the week before. I don't know, but um, I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing where it goes there. I think that um. Yeah, Mason and Dylan and, and that dynamic is very, very watchable. And I don't, how long do you reckon the stories got left in it? Oh, Gemma is doing a zipping on mouse. She clearly knows the answer to this one. I don't have any idea about this one, so I, I, I won't speculate. But um, I, yeah, I I think it's a really solid week for that story this week. Um, uh, and just brilliant performances all the way around. Anthony Cotton, brilliant. Samia Gardi as well. Long Chambon. I can't remember. She's Long Chambon Michael. now, isn't she? Um, also, she she's another one who... I suppose similar to like, what we were saying about Chris Gascoigne is always just absolutely solid, and you don't necessarily pick her name out as like because you, you just she's she just is is Maria, and she has been Maria for <laughs> yeah. twenty five years, yeah. and and I don't feel that I'm watching Samia when I watch her. Um, she was she was just superb with this and the 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 tragedy that she's going through and with with her son. I think that she captured that very well, so good job. Good job. I think
0: one, one, well, there's lots of things to praise Crow for here, but I really appreciate how they have woven each parent's personalities into the plot Mm, mm. here because. Yeah,
1: Gary's um, the hard man,
0: Maria's the soft maternal figure, and then you've got Sean who is, you know. Kind of distant in a in a sense, and and kind of confused about what's the best thing to do.
1: I think but, Maria with her counselor, you know, like know, I'm going to sort this get out. I know done. what to do. Yeah,
0: um, I think it's really good because the temptation and Corey does this quite often is to turn everybody into a plot device that just delivers lines according to what the story's got to be. And they're actually doing a really good job... Mm,
1: you're right, actually. Of none, maintaining of, all no, the, none of this kind distinct. of feels like characters are being made to do things that they doesn't do. fit for yeah, yeah. them. Yeah. So,
0: and, but, but handily for Coronation Street, the archetypes of these, you know, the, the personalities of these parents' characters fit into the sort of dramatic... Kind of reactions that you would want mm. to make a story. So the one, the one that wades in and makes it worse, the one who's not completely sure about what to do but is aghast at mm. what their child has done. And the one who's going to march who's down the school, everything out. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I just, I like I said last week, so love to see Mason's family and more of. of I don't know hat if Coronation Street
0: is concerned about confusing the issue and or or they're scared of a backlash because there certainly would be one if they tried to make out that Mason is um, sympathetic in any way which is unfortunate lots of people don't
1: have that they could do it somehow they could do do it they could do it but I think there are lots of really
0: stupid people who watch things on television not just Coronation Street I'm trying to insult everybody who's listening it's not you guys (laughs) but you know the sorts of people who just cannot comprehend that a television show has to show things they don't like
1: (laughs) um right so great stuff from that storyline very very strong this week um and i also enjoyed the brief romance story as well and i was cheering dd on on wednesday's episode when she had that scene in number three so um we find out that joel Kelsa Freeze does actually have a secret going on this week. No! Yes, it's true. All the bread sauce
0: comes from a packet.
1: (laughs) Still, I was desperately, desperately waiting in that final scene, just skipping right to the end of this, when he was at the table at number three with Dee Dee, and she was like saying, you haven't got any more secrets, have you? No more secrets, you have told me anything. I was just waiting to cut to Lauren being held hostage in Lauren's flat, not Lauren, uh, Joel's flat, not that we'd have recognised we what know. that was, um, but yeah, um, the, the, the evidence was mounting.
0: So we we're still on team. He's he's uh, got more to hide than he's admitting, are we? Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we've we've been right that he's had something to hide. He has been too good to be true. No
0: one could be that boring.
1: <laughs> no, so he's interesting. He's got an interesting ex Is we, it we, interesting? We we <laughs> it was the most obvious person that Emily could have been when she was introduced last week, that she was his wife or ex-wife or partner or or something along those lines. You don't have to be a
0: genius to have worked that one out. No,
1: but it could have been something else, but that's where your mind's going to go to first, isn't it? But Corey can't
0: always be like, but no, she wasn't his ex-wife. She was the woman who was responsible for killing the flock of flamingos that he released for his (laughs) daughter's first birthday party. Like, it it can't get too crazy.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, right, so he has so. spent the night um, all, uh, with, with DD, hasn't he? He stayed stayed the night, but obviously they haven't slipped between the sheets together. Because, well, they have. What? I don't
0: think he was on the sofa this I time. I thought he was. Was he?
1: I thought so. I don't remember. It doesn't matter anyway. They didn't bong. They didn't do it. Um, Adam, not that Adam, Adam does, believes this. I
0: cannot believe why the extent to which DD is comfortable in in, in sharing her sexual history with everybody that she knows can you um, what do you mean I don't think that it's anyone's business I don't know why Adam knows that they I don't know why Adam needs to know this but if you're if you're
1: and kind of morally you're thinking no I wouldn't do that and that's something that's Know, quite core to my belief so if Adam's going to be going around you know what he's like he's probably going to go and say oh didi and Joel last I night and guess what I saw didi wants to nip it in the bud
0: I suppose that makes sense from that perspective I just find it really weird I would never tell anybody <laughs> any of this yeah. but then I don't know anyone who would run around going no Gemma's had sex in her bed with a man
1: the, there's the, You've never been, you know, the, the, the TV trope of girls getting together and talking I about. I never would ever boys. speak to any
0: of my friends about anything they do after the lights go out.
1: No. Now <laughs> um, this had talking of very convenient things that were happening on Monday's episode. The one that did irk me a little bit here was when you can't Adam, get
0: mad about these. I
1: can, and I will. <laughs> And I shall continue to <laughs> do so. You, I think you will, yeah. Until, what, until like Adam, fi- what, like Adam finds Joel's wallet and then he like chucks it to Dee Dee and then she drops it. I think it was something like this. She drops it and then a wallet, uh, then a receipt just happens to fall. Oh, what's this that's just fallen out of the wallet? What? A jeweler's receipt? <laughs> I don't know. Could I they- wanted to
0: get your wallet and see what falls out of there
1: oh don't no don't let me let me just go empty it first (laughs) um yeah so
0: this costco card's expired receipt
1: for a jeweler's and we're like hmm because we'd already by the way we we didn't mention that we put um a uh street a short up last weekend did we about the who's lauren's mystery caller joel was our first suspect not that he was our top suspect he was the first one that we talked about and we did mention the fact that um as part of the video, we talk about Lauren's um, necklace. I
0: don't think we do. Don't we? No, we did. We,
1: th- well, we always said about her getting gifts, and I... then we show a picture of her showing this necklace. Yeah, we didn't. And so sp- when... explicitly
0: say though, and we, no,
1: uh, we no, were we didn't. Because
0: there's a bit more to that than we were able to say. It's only sixty seconds.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you to everybody who enjoyed that. Actually, that was that was quite fun to do to put together a sixty-second <laughs> <laughs> list. Yeah. That 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 was me sped up to about. I think it was hundred and ten percent because I couldn't quite get it into sixty seconds. But oh yeah, I enjoyed that. So thank you to all the, anyway. the comments. Anyway, yeah. So um so yeah, straight L away with this jewelry receipt, jewelry receipt we I was know. Like, oh, that's, Lauren, that's one of that's gotta be one of the presents that's been given to Lauren.
0: Lauren got a necklace with L on it mm. at some point, and now we've got a receipt in the wallet that is a jewel, a jewelry
1: receipt. Is was that was that the Actual necklace. That's not she's she's not got a couple of necklaces. Because well, if it was me and I was Lauren, I probably wouldn't want to carry on wearing this um. It necklace might be a complicated relationship. It might be. I don't
0: know. But listen, the other thing, I don't know if well, we one of the other suspects that we discussed was Nathan. Mm-hmm. And Nathan Curtis. Nathan like infamously gave a necklace with B on it to Bethany.
1: Was was it a bee?
0: I thought you said this to me. No,
1: sorry. I No, I you know that Nathan this. gave Bethany a necklace. I don't know whether it was a bee necklace.
0: Oh, I thought it was... Um, oh, and here we go. I'm going to
1: say it possibly wasn't because there was somebody else at one of the sex parties that Lauren, uh, that Bethany meets, who's also one of the girls that's been groomed. And they, I think they've got matching necklaces. I can't remember, but that this is a little clue, isn't it, as to could it be Nathan? Because... Nathan is a notorious necklace giver.
0: Yeah. And, um, I but really is, to so find out is this Joel, week. listen, is the red receipt then a red herring? from Joel here. Mm. So Whispergo, oh, it was is Joel. He's the one who gave her the necklace. I mean, you know, he Yeah. Did if
1: just you've play. been paying attention to the Lauren mystery which we have, you know, unwillingly up until quite recently. I <laughs> you know, we we've, we've not been interested for a lot of it, but now I'm desperate to find out. Um, you <laughs> okay. you'll remember that that necklace came out and so When the jeweller's receipt was revealed as a clue, clearly Curry want you to go, aha, and join those dots. But you're right, it could be a red herring. And what he's saying later on in the week about it being a gift for Maeve. Sorry, spoiler alert for Wednesday's episode. Um, So he goes to the tram station later, does Joel. And he's talking about somebody on the phone. He's talking to someone on the phone. And this isn't how it works. you got to stop talking. Listen to me. Uh, it's, it's, it's Emily that he's talking to, it later, it turns out. But then Alia comes in and she's... Um, she's Investigation. Beaky investigator oh, yeah. this week. She's not she? beaky. Sticky and Sticky <laughs> She's like, oh, what's that? <laughs> Story? I haven't had a storyline for, oh, years.
0: Oh, I'm not well, dating anyone maybe, who can die. Oh, <laughs> what's the story going to be about then? How can I be a victim?
1: So she, she goes in and she, she's going to, she's got her suspicions about Joel. Um, and so uh, he goes Well, he
0: tells her, sorry, I was just talking to a client
1: yes she's yes. like
0: sus precious.
1: very sus so joel comes to the lawyer's office later he hears adam Dee, and alia talking about this jewellery receipt and because he's... they're
0: teasing her because they yeah. are th- suggesting that this might be an engagement ring
1: yes of course um and because she's like no like... it's from december it can't be
0: joel's like this is a ticket for sex 300 pounds Easy, fine. I've paid more than that before. <laughs> don't mind doing that.
1: Yeah, and it's from December, which was when Lauren got her necklace. Yeah, so she's like, Needless it can't be, say. it
0: can't be engagement ring because we, we had barely known each other yeah. in December. Yeah, and he, he comes come, in. He says
1: it was cufflinks.
0: What kind of cufflinks? Describe I, 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 in I do not know
1: how much cufflinks cost. Anything. I don't see the point of cufflinks. I know you don't. Just get a shirt with a button on. You're Anything can cost anyone.
0: any any amount of money. Uh, if if you've been to Harrods, you know this for a fact. Any any mundane item can cost tens of thousands of pounds. Um,
1: Although, can I? Buy. Gemma did on the other day of oh, our wedding. Oh, okay, get me. I'm just gonna. Backpedal a little bit Unless you realise this later on Gemma got me some cufflinks On the day of my wedding Some Mario 1-Up Mushroom cufflinks Yeah I did Because
0: you get an extra life with me baby Oh thanks Um, But you don't have anything to wear them on Because you refuse to let me buy you a shirt That you wear cufflinks with
2: I don't.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't you don't understand the, them, do you? I know, but I want to buy you accessories. I
1: do. I know. I do really, really like your cufflinks, but yeah, in the last twelve it's years fine. since we've been married, I've maybe have only had the occasion to. Well, wear You don't them have once.
0: anything to put them on. No, it's a whole lifestyle that we can't afford. <laughs> the
1: cufflink lifestyle. <laughs> the cufflink lifestyle. But you know, Joel park, is a lawyer, and he what? may only be a duty solicitor, but he's probably yeah. uh, he's probably you know living that lifestyle of shirt exactly. without without of buttons. Like, I
0: can't. I can't button my own. I need a cufflink.
1: Yeah. <laughs> anyway, it's all I lies. think if I was a man, I'd lies. love
0: cufflinks. I'd be buying all the tie pins and the little handkerchiefs and matching waistcoats.
1: Yeah, I mean, men don't tend to go for accessorizing, do they? But well, I think
2: place, I think in another life statement. I could.
1: I think if I, I, I think, think if I, I d- think if all men had to have cufflinks right. and nobody had thought of the idea of saying Buttons. a button, yeah. I think I probably would quite like a collection of them.
0: Could you see yourself as a dandy?
1: A dandy, yeah,
0: dandy.
1: A bit of a fop. No, I don't think so. With nice
0: buckles on your shoes. I just
1: have lots of Nintendo theme ones, or I demand yeah, that would. Coronation Street released. I could I'd love that. A little, you know, flying ducks cufflinks <gasps> or... They would
0: be great.
1: Maybe it's like our be... H Page next Patreon gift to <laughs> the Sterling <laughs>
0: silver duck shaped cufflinks, three hundred pound a pop.
1: Yeah. Or even, even like my T- ties are my thing like yeah, you... i'm the only teacher and we, we've got i've got more than the usual number of male teachers in our school for a primary school but i'm the only one that wears a tie and i always and i've been a teacher for over 15 years or 20 years or so now and, I've, and? ties have always been a thing and i've got a lovely collection of ties although i i never really get new ties do i oh, the, i
0: don't know if you like i buy you nintendo ones
1: do you? I haven't got any. No, yes, I do. I have got, sorry, you're yes, right. I have I do. got some Nintendo And they ties cost a lot game. of
0: money because they come from Japan, Thank most of the If time.
1: anyone wants to get me a gift, I'll have a tie. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Because but you I had so few new ties. A lot of the ties that I wear to school now. Were from my sixth form, so I've had them since I was sixteen.
0: Now you're sounding like you're neglectful. Neglect? I'm neglecting you. No, I just think you also that got bequeathed an entire collection of headmaster ties.
1: Yes, I did. Yeah, the, the, the head teacher a couple of times ago. He did give me a box of ties afterwards, so that was very nice. But I wish that why If I yeah, could request be a, a Coronation Street <laughs> bit of merch, should we get Cory orange tie
0: tie with ducks on it?
1: But nobody wears ties anymore. And I, I just do. well, you know what I'm like. If I'm gonna wear ties on my first day of my teaching career, I'm gonna wear a tie on the last day of my teaching career never because change. I don't like change. Never change. Um, and I, it's got the reputation now. If you I'm change, the tie wearing teacher of school. If you well, ever change a in your life, tie, it's like
0: admitting you were wrong and you were living a lie. That's it. That is exactly yeah. it. You can't go back.
1: Yeah. Never. Never um, change. So... That's my motto. Yeah, so I, I, I like the idea. Yeah, if I had cufflinks, I would I would have little nintendo ones like I've...
0: Do you think they cost £300? Uh, no. Would you keep the receipt? Because you're like, I'm not sure if I want to commit to this £300 outlay that I've done here.
1: Also, the other thing with my ties, of course, is that this I've only got... Getting... A s- that's fine. It's interesting Tenuous. side information about your host. Yeah, I've only got a certain number of school shirts, and if you get me any old tie, then do I have a shirt that matches it? And I'm going to say I don't no, know whether I've got a shirt that matches what, an orange tie. But
0: you don't understand how to match. I've told you before. You don't get. You're like this is a red, this is a red jumper, and this is a red shirt. They go yes, together. That is cause they're both red. They don't though because they're not the same sort of red. One of them's a pink base and one of them's a blue okay. base.
1: Well, today, today I was rocking a purple jumper with a Cadbury's purple shirt and a purple and you black can't... tie. It was my Waluigi colour combination there.
0: Yeah, I just, I just let you do what you want. <laughs> I, I don't, I genuinely don't care what you wear.
1: What other kind of accessories do men wear? I'm not um, I I would wear a tie pin. Sock in. suspenders. I would wear a tie pin, but um I also do I do wear jumpers over my shirt and tie so yeah, nobody would true. be able to appreciate it. Well right, so. okay,
0: well that's enough then. then that's, that's
1: enough you. of uh, Michael's fashion chat. Back to coronations. And it is a
0: very informative chat, Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um so Alia just so happens because this was Monday's episode to see Joel driving down the road when she steps out later with a mystery woman inside. We know it's Emily, but she's like, Hmm, who's that? Joel with a woman. That must be something suspicious. So she goes and raises her concerns to Adam and saying, I think, I think Joel might be having it off with somebody. I think he's got another, another bit on the side. Just seen him in a car with a woman. I didn't believe that cufflink story earlier. It just doesn't add up. Um, Adam's like, mm, I, I don't know. I I, I think you're yeah, taking too big a leap here. But so it's, Alia's, Alia's convinced she's not going to let this one lie. So she starts probing Joel in the bistro later. And is like, what have you been up to? And he says, oh, I've been in court all afternoon. Hmm, says Alia. I see otherwise. So the next stage in her investigative investigation yep. <laughs> is that she gets Toya in on it. To get them, to, and, and they go into the back of the bistro and start scrolling back through CCTV because she talks to Toya, and Toya's like, "Oh, I saw him with a with a woman in the, in uh, over on that table over there a couple of weeks ago." So they put their heads together in a darkened room, find the footage, and Isla's like, "Yes, that's the woman who was in the car." Aha! Got got him, got him banged to rights, and then uh, this all unfolds Women spectacularly don't for Joel links. on Wednesday.
0: He must have bought her something else.
1: Right. So, Wednesday, again, Alia tells Joel, I've I found... Oh, so, tells Adam, I've found even more evidence against him. There's something dodgy and he's like, just keep out of it. I don't it, pay it, you
0: to do this. Yeah.
1: So, um... But but Alia gets wound up as the episode goes on because Dee Dee's just banging on about how great he is. Oh now
0: so much fun, um, it's really great. And he she's like, Well, I need to show you something. I've got tools. evidence
1: to say otherwise. <laughs> and um so Dee Dee then confronts Joel about this woman because right, she, so she now knows she's Arlie. been told by Alia that he And she's like, Joel There's another woman. And um she he's like, You got me. It was Emily, she's my wife.
2: <gasps> he just comes out and says and?
1: it. Oh yeah, also <laughs> I've got, got a one-year-old daughter too, maybe should have mentioned that, sorry. But, you know, me and Emily have been separated for 18 months at least, and Dee Dee, utterly This would
0: devastated. be the worst the worst news you could have from some man who just told you that he's, like, not divorced.
1: And I think...
0: Like, my, I, I abandoned my pregnant wife.
1: Mm. Yeah, but, uh, exactly. And Dee Dee, I think... Mm. I don't know. I may be making leaps here, but I'm imagining that she isn't the sort of person that goes out with people that are a bit. She's probably used to if if she if she goes out with anybody in the past, they're I think fairly honourable. Them
0: to not be married.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you you, you would, <laughs> wouldn't you? You you never expect that your your fellas cheating, Just but sometimes it? well, it's like,
0: I'm not going to check your. You're not a war criminal, and you're mm. not married, and she's you a, don't have a daughter. You wouldn't abandon your wife, and she was pregnant, and you, you know you you're up on all your jabs, and you haven't sort of.
1: She's a been she's a, part a faithful, good Christ, Christian woman, and she she would expect a similar level of <laughs> fidelity from her from her significant other. So she's clearly devastated but, by this.
0: He says they've been separated for eighteen months.
1: Yeah. So, so it, it, it it's he's like, it's like,
0: look, I'm not with her anymore. But she's like, wow.
1: <laughs> but then she says, why did your wife throw you out then? And he admits that he had a fling with somebody else. Can't keep it he's in his awful, pants, that he? Joel he's Dirty seen, like, Dog.
0: All these months he's been, but I wouldn't mouth, and now it's all coming out that he's like quite quite the dog.
1: Yeah. Is he going to win the Dirty Dog Award? Um, could be. I do wonder if he had been upfront with Dee, Dee and Honest at the beginning, whether yeah she she could have forgiven him for that because he says this is what I didn't tell you because I thought you'd just kick me to the curb which in a way it's understandable no,
0: whenever anybody says oh I didn't tell you because I knew you'd hate it you're like well
1: <laughs> but once you get yourself it makes sense it's going to make sense at the time it's one of these lies that you tell just a little <laughs> mini one and then it's like oh it's a Oops. bit too late to go back on that now, so let's just hope she well, never finds out. But he's probably been bricking it since then, that it was going to come out all the way If
0: she had known from the start, then what the story would have been, was her being like, Oh, John, oh, but we can't because you're married. But John, oh, it's just so... You know what I mean? She she's, yeah, have... she's
1: doubly glad that she didn't take him to bed now because she'd have been committing adultery with him. Oh, dear. Um, so, he says...
0: Um, I don't think she's the sort of woman. I don't think she's the sort of Christian that he would be like. You can never. I, I don't recognise your divorce, so
2: I would never no, go. No. You
0: know, I don't think that's the problem. I think if he was divorced and free and clear, then okay. But it's the fact that he was still married and his. You know, he walked out on his wife because he had an affair. where well, she was what three months pregnant or whatever it was. she yeah, must have only just found out. Mm, mm. He he needs to give an account to himself. You know, is Emily some kind of, like, notorious, I don't know, does she wee in the shower, or does she peer in the shower and stomp it down the drain? Is there something horrible about Emily that we need to know that would completely absolve Joel of all of his evil crimes of... Mm. Or what? is or yeah. she just a lovely, misunderstood lady. We we, we don't know enough about child. Emily I
1: don't. I don't think we're going to learn a whole much. One-year-old but...
0: Maeve is the is the
2: child yes, in Maeve, question.
1: Yes, Maeve. Um, So she, she Dee Dee, doesn't know what to, to do. She wants him to leave her. Well, she doesn't for a know what to do, so but she, she knows she doesn't think. want him there. She wants to have a think, uh, and she goes and drowns her sorrows in the pub later, where Alia finds her, and then she finds out about all this.
0: She's like, "Yeah, I knew She's it." She's just
1: gutted. Hooray! And then she, they're outside the pub later, and Ed finds out about it. They take them, take her back home, and she doesn't really want to talk about it, Um, but.
0: Charlie's like, guess what, Adam?
1: Great, great final scene for this story of the week, which is when Joel comes calling later and um, just tries to tries to rebuild this bridge and let's say like I swear it's over. This, th- yeah, this this receipt was actually me buying not cufflinks but a charm bracelet for Maeve, but no more secrets, honestly. And she she thinks and and I was I was really hoping that she would do what she did but I was thinking that she probably would forgive him, but she didn't. And that moment where she's she... like, no, because no. they're sitting there opposite each other, aren't they? And they're holding each other's hands and she draws away. Brilliant. Shanique absolutely superb yeah. in that scene. And it was like a, yes, punch the air moment. You kick him to the curb, girl. I loved that. I thought it was Fantastic. Um, and he, she's like, I want you to go, and he's like, No, no, please, let's let's try again. But eventually, he does, and she's left sobbing. Really, really <laughs> strong scene. I I thought that was super.
0: She's she's a great character because she's got a moral compass and she's being guided by it. I don't know how long this will last because Coronation Street loves to take characters for principles. And
1: uh, well, Alia is a perfect example, isn't she? And she bedded that Jason Grimshaw. Well, she
0: was. Yeah, she. Well, let's not let's not talk about it. But. Um, we've spoken enough about that in the past (laughs) Um, I I don't know how long this will last I think she will take him back do you only for the drama but I I don't see how anybody could really yeah why would anybody want to be with a man who abandoned his pregnant wife to cheat with someone else and has a one year old child and didn't mention it and has got so much spare time even though he really should be helping to care for this child
1: you're right, a takey-backy takey is probably not the least likely thing that is going to happen. But it's a shame because it would make that scene, which was such a great moment, a bit, like, inconsequential and cheap. And it was maybe that scene was just for the drama. But if she doesn't take him back, there's literally no reason for Joel to be on the show unless he is Lauren's secret kidnapper or whatever has happened to Lauren. Because with him... You know that they're not they're not gonna cross paths, are they? Unless they have a little lawyer's parties or whatever yeah, they get up to. Yeah, um,
0: they so many and I, and
1: I don't feel we have seen the end of Joel. So yeah, maybe maybe she is gonna forgive him. But don't don't do it. Shall don't he? do it. It's a trap. Don't, C D. I mean. <laughs> um, yeah. Did you in, were you enjoying this? I can kind of sing in its praises, and, but partly because it took such a long time to get going, and there was. <laughs> Very little of interest about Joel for so long. Um, but this week and and last week, I suppose, it really has stepped up. And I'm just pleased that I'm enjoying something that I previously didn't have strong feelings about. So what? Yeah, you,
0: I think it's interesting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, not. a man who's boring having a secret, that's a secret wife and child. It's not like, what? <laughs> groundbreaking groundbreaking
1: storytelling here I know but it's given given um, Shanique Sterling Brown the opportunity to really um, show what she's capable of, show what she can do it also gave illicit a bit of sympathy with the sobs
0: Coronation Street a great opportunity to use the phrase that winds me up like I cannot tell you which is fell pregnant I, whenever <laughs> I anybody write says fell pregnant if Gemma's going to watch it she doesn't like that scene I really I hate it so much I cannot I cannot express my hatred of that it's almost as bad as the man saying we're pregnant i was just
1: gonna say that
0: i know i'm not i know i've never been pregnant i maybe don't have as much right to talk about this as a woman who has but the the phrase fell pregnant like it's some kind of exotic disease that is mysterious (laughs) and like nobody can be sure how i fell pregnant but i did maybe it was the tap water maybe it was the time of day when i went outside like no (laughs)
1: good <laughs> stuff good stuff it's not mystery stuff. is it right um
0: and it's also you don't fall it's not like you haven't fallen it's i think it's probably the it the slight link between a fallen woman and the phrase fell pregnant like there's some kind of insinuation that it's sordid or unnatural in some way it is not it is the reason we are all here
1: <laughs>
0: sorry um, please don't use that phrase. It's so
1: horrible. I told you, Kurt. It's
0: just horrible. No, but no, but I, no, but a character using that phrase is a, is a choice that you can make as a writer if you want to say something. But I don't know if you're always saying the thing that you mean to say <laughs> when people are, are free to interpret it in all different ways.
1: Okay, okay. Um, now, speaking of babies, could there be one in the way for Tracy? Let's uh, move on to that story. We know that Ooh. you said that Tommy O can't have a baby, but. You know, that was a great festival. This story, um, again, took a real turn for the better this week. Not that I've not enjoyed it before, but, you know, Steve has not been my cup of tea. Wednesday's episode, again, oh, with Sally being put into the centre of the unravelling of Tommy and Tracy's affair. Brilliant. Um, so, over to you, Gemma, to remind <laughs> us about this one.
0: Right. So, on Monday, Steve is sharing his romantic plans with Amy. Like, he's going to do the dishes and the Hoovering. Wow, war a man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's just a normal Saturday view, isn't it, darling? <laughs> <laughs> but he needs a help. He needs a help for the next bit. I'm surprised he didn't get her to do the dishes and the hoovering. Actually, <laughs> Tommy is doing his decorating in the florist. I'm really liking this set. All the the stuff that they're doing in there. We're just
1: seeing kind of little snippets of it. At the well, moment, I like the way we that we it's haven't... all
0: empty and echoey, and they're clearly doing something in a space that I'm. I don't know if it's actually the set.
1: It is, it is. It is. I think it must be.
0: But I'm assuming that it is because
1: Preston's Battles is one of the few Preston, sets yeah. that's in, in, in situ. Yeah,
0: like the the other one is um, the kebab shop is, uh, and, is um, there
1: community centre. Yeah,
0: it's all inside,
1: and you can go and go to the Coronation Street Experience and experience to it find
0: yourself. out more. Go online to buy tickets now.
1: <laughs> right. So he's
0: decorated... Tommy's decorating the florist, and Tracy's not happy with him spending time with Steve like he did the night before, and insists. But she's trying to make a go of it with Steve. And Amy comes in and says that Steve wants to take her out for a nice meal. So he arrives at the bistro and Tracy's already there. And he's like, I'm so sorry that I took you for granted. I still love you and I fancy the pants off you. So they go back to number one. And Tracy's, Tracy's like really appreciating all of the love that he's been showing her. And he's like, ooh, why don't we uh, go and, inside? Yeah, he, he's up and,
1: for a bit of nookie, isn't he? He's, she's uh, like, I'm full. thinks he's on a promise there.
0: I'm full. There's nothing romantic about being full and <laughs> going to the bedroom for <laughs> some Tracy sees Tommy coming out of the pub and she's like, oh, I just need to go and pop off to the shop because I, I am a bit full. I, I really don't want to roll around and do anything energetic if you don't mind at the moment. And she catches up with Tommy and tells him that things aren't going great with Steve.
1: So, but- what, so when Tracy was um, going over in a, above the Call of Duty telling Steve how lovely she was. he was. What was that all about? Because she clearly can't mean it completely. She's being if very she,
0: duplicitous, isn't she? Is she just it's trying to, to assuage
1: her guilty conscience?
0: Yeah, is she trying to be a good wife by praising him for something that she will not particularly Yeah, he'll about? never
1: suspect that I'm playing away. No, no, I mean
0: I... well no, that's that's different to what I'm saying. Like you're saying she's she's kinda tr- covering her tracks by mm. By being overly attentive, but I'm saying like maybe she does feel guilty and she's like, Steve, you're so great.
1: Mm, Maybe, but it just it doesn't last, does it? Because as soon as she gets a whiff of Tommy,
0: she's like, Hey, Tommy, Mm. um, things aren't going very well, but I'm enjoying you a bit on the side. And Tommy's like, I feel used, but he (laughs) can tell he enjoys it, and he tells her she should probably concentrate on her marriage. If there's a chance that they could mend it,
1: yeah. Out of the two of them, he's been the one that's found it easier to resist, hasn't he? he He's he, probably got he was loads always of very bored
0: housewives yeah, waiting for a, an afternoon. <laughs> so Amy finds out that Steve wants to watch Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters with Tracy yeah. as part of their romantic night
1: and She's not, not impressed because no. once again Steve has shown that
0: Which Ghostbusters? Well he one. said he
1: said the new one. He said the new but which confused Steve, me though, because
0: to Steve, what does that mean?
1: <laughs> is it the lady one or the kids one?
0: Lady one, kids one, or the second of the two originals. Mm.
1: There is going to be... There's a new Ghostbusters coming out soon, isn't there?
0: Yeah.
1: Everything gets a bit cold and icy, it. It's
0: called Ghostbusters on Ice.
1: Could, uh, we've probably made our stance on the Ghostbusters films clear at some point in the I podcast. But um, we are on the side of the ladies' one wasn't that bad. The
0: ladies' one was funny, actually, and if you don't actually, think it, it was... <laughs> I
1: know that you're not... It's not the good thing to say. You're supposed to say, oh, that was rubbish, but actually it was quite funny. But,
0: gallingly, the funniest part of it was that was the male character who was the <laughs> yeah, guy yeah. who had my cat as his cat. His <laughs> dog, dog, I mean. That made me laugh so much in the cinema. I was laughing for... Ages about that. So stupid.
1: I, I I know I've seen the newest Ghostbusters because yeah, it's because it's, it's got a lot of the old cast in, has not it? It's got um, Bill yeah. Murray and uh, Dan Aykroyd, as has the new one. But
0: you won't spoil anything.
1: I've got more positive memories about the the, the female one, one just, about the lady one.
0: There's just there was. It's, but again, I don't want to be mean. It's the same thing that happened with Doctor Who, though. When everyone's like, you can't say you don't like the Lady Doctor because that makes you a misogynist. And you're like, but I didn't like it though. Mm, mm. I'm not going to say that was always the case. You are perfectly entitled
1: not to like the lady. But there are busters, lots of people did. that
0: didn't like it for that reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they ruin it for everyone else.
1: So Wednesday's episode. Oh, this is great. This was so, so good.
0: Steve and Tim serenade Tommy in the cafe, which I assume was your favourite part. No. He makes a sharp exit. He finishes off at the florists and Tracy's trying to seduce him once more. By come back to number one, and um, Steve's
1: off on an airport run. Right? Where's he going to? Is he going to the Midlands? Is it
0: Midlands Airport? Something which like could that. be anywhere. No, in this country,
1: he was going on a long drive.
0: It works. So they're back in uh, number one. Meanwhile, Gav is doing his cleaning round. He's a,
1: a window cleaner. cleaner. We didn't washer. mention this on the podcast last week, but like like we said earlier today, he is the new Craig Gazy, and um, he's the new cheeky chappy window Graham cleaner, Graham Proctor. Yeah.
0: Um, He's go- He's going to clean the windows at number oh, yeah, one. Oh, I forgot
1: that the actor and the character are not the same person. No, <laughs> this was funny.
0: So he's got his ladder against number one's windows. He climbs. Tim's like, "Go on, then."
1: He's, I, th- he's just like, "I'm scared of scared of ladders. I've never, I've never climbed a ladder before."
0: You don't need to climb ladders to be a window cleaner, though, no, because our window cleaners just have a long stick. Well, I
1: think didn't t- didn't doesn't Tim say this yeah, to I think him? He like, does. i the pole winner. Yeah, I-, I love how he's kind of taking him under his wing a little so bit. So Tim's but- like, "I'll
0: show you how to do it," and he climbs up the ladder and looks through the window and he sees Tracy in bed and assumes it's Steve.
1: But she's with, of course. Yes, yeah, so We don't she, get to see it. She rushes Just...
0: down in her dressing gown and calls him a peeping Tim.
1: <laughs> that was funny.
0: That would have been an alternative name for his window business. Yeah. Peeping Tim. Um, she says, Don't tell Steve about this. So she immediately reveals that it wasn't Steve in there with him.
1: No, I don't no, I don't think she does. I think that she's more like, don't mention it to Steve, he's embarrassed. I can't remember. Oh, okay. I don't, yeah. No, because, I didn't
0: think that she did, but the way you've written it makes it sound like she did.
1: I think at the time I thought that that's what she was she's saying.
0: She's like, don't say anything to Steve because he'll be embarrassed. Mm. Um, so Tim and Gav slope off to the pub and Gav's beginning to second guess this career choice. Sally tells Tim she's not happy with the paintwork. That Tommy's in, been doing in the bedroom, and she wants Tommy to come and redo it. And Tim says, "I think I saw Tracy and Steve doing it." And Sally's like, oh.
2: "This, this was the
1: beginning she's of such a some
2: pervert. absolute
1: peak." Sally, she's yeah, like, she she's, we, we, we all she know this. We all know the Sally. Shocked gif where she's you know she's on the phone and she and it's like oh, and and this we got this and he's like don't say anything don't say out and she, yeah there's the smirk that, that her face turns into is like I have got some prime gossip. Well, here. I also
0: thought that she was turned on. You reckon? Yeah, I think she was like. I what? bet
1: she was actually. I'd actually quite I bet Sally was well. like to get caught. Why
0: didn't Tim? Yeah, oh, she's such a <laughs> right.
1: But this, this one of the things I loved about this was Corey isn't about neighbours gossiping anymore is it where no, that used to be, be such a core part of of old curry people took her and twitching and oh have you heard the latest well, about so-and-so if and then you... and sally had this prime bit on Wednesday's <laughs> episode
0: if you missed that why not download next door the app which replaces coronation <laughs> street gossip so so bomb she's like you okay. with
1: annoying emails i'm finding
0: I love that I love the bizarre like everyone's unhinged aren't they mm. I it's not just your local area if you if you have next door and you're worried that you're surrounded by weirdos I've got friends who've got next door and they're also surrounded by weirdos <laughs> So, um, she's like, okay, oh, I won't say anything. But then when she sees Steve later, she's like, oh, Steve. I
1: love it. She just kind of sidles Do up to him like, drink? I know something about. Yeah, he's got he's got a can of something, a pink can of she's energy like, oh, drink. you've had
0: a busy morning. And he's like, yeah, I have. <laughs> I have had a busy morning. I've been hard at it. All morning, in five hours it took me.
1: Honestly, it's the sort of thing that... Could have been like, okay, we get it now, but it was this hilarious. time, and is not the only one of these innuendo, innuendo laden dialogues in the episode. It was just like, I'm loving this, don't ever stop. Oh, I, yeah. can't, I haven't had, <laughs> I've you not written down, down any what, of any of it, what it was. This was a scene. This was and again,
0: this Ian is, Kershaw wrote this. Yeah
1: this was one of those scenes where I'm watching it and I'm not taking any notes. This is why I haven't got any. You get scenes every now and then that's like, I just want to watch this. I can't write notes of the podcast because I'm loving it so much and and this was it. But it was all totally double entendre.
2: Yeah. And
0: Sally's just like, he he gets more and more elaborate with and and straying further away from (laughs) plausibility about this. It was. It was completely implausible. With his wife. And she's then beginning to wonder, she, she realises that he's talking about going eventually, to an airport. Eventually. And then she's like, well, who the hell was Tracy in bed with? And then, of course, Tommy pulls up in his van.
1: Mm. Quite coincidentally. So she, she Monday, gets
0: Tommy so. in and. He clearly thinks that Sally knows about him and Tracy.
1: Because we we get another scene of this now, don't we? Another scene of Sally thinking one thing, but...
0: The other person thinking something completely different. Yeah. And he talks about rushing into things without thinking, and there's a long misunderstanding where she thinks he's talking about the paint, I think. And he's... She's like...
1: No, she... He, he thinks that she's oh. inviting him. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. She thinks He
1: thinks that she knows about the affair.
0: Yeah, and she wants him to come upstairs.
1: Yes, because he thinks he, that she yeah. wants him to pay her off by bonking her as well. Yeah,
0: so she's like, come upstairs because, you know, and he's like, oh, she wants him to sort the painting out. He thinks she wants him to give him one. Yeah. And she'll say, <laughs> she says oh. I'll put it on... She your, she literally
1: <laughs> just wants him... This is so confusing, but it shouldn't be. She literally no, just wants him to do the paint work better. Yeah. But he thinks that she knows about the affair. Yeah, I think we've said and that. And she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm even going to put it on your website about how great you are. Yeah, i review <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah.
2: So,
0: Sally comes in and finds...
1: No, Tracy comes Tracy in. Tracy comes
0: in and finds...
1: Sally, there.
0: Not Sally. I think it's... Not Sally. I think it's... Is it Tim? Not Tim, I think it's Tommy. Because she says, we're in the clear. Tim thought Oh, I yeah, was with sorry, Steve. you're right,
1: you're right. <laughs> this is, sorry, I'm doing a really poor job of this. It's not Tracy your fault. Tracy comes it's, it's in, me.
0: finds Tommy painting. <laughs> yeah, yes. Tommy. Not
1: Timmy. <laughs> you don't need to speak. You don't need to say anything. I think that's for the best.
0: She says, we're in the clear because Tim thought I was with Steve. And then Sally comes in and she's confused. Why is Tracy there when...
1: What's, I thought, what's, you know, what's, what's going to
0: do, on? Yeah. And she says... um. Oh, I was just talking to him about something in our in my place. And then Sally bumps into Mary in the cafe later. And she gets told that Tracy whisked Tommy off somewhere for lunch. And that he finished work before. And this is when she puts it together that actually the person that she... That Tim saw Tracy with was Tommy. Yes.
1: Tim... <laughs> we were explaining this so badly. <laughs> it's like
0: writing's hard, isn't it? It's
2: like writing's
1: it hard. Writing is It was just... The whole lot was perfectly it's pitched. This Great. could have just taken place over one scene, but the fact that we had, what, four or five scenes of Sally I love getting these little jigsaw pieces, the misunderstandings, and then the People penny dropping over here. over each other.
0: This is very Shakespearean. Mm. This is what we've loved in this country, and they, the
2: world
1: and the, and the, And Sally, Sally was the perfect character yeah. for this to happen yeah. to because she is such a snob. She loves she... to look down her nose at people. She loves a gossip even though she would never admit it. No, she's and, and sharing it's also information. And it's also a bonky rompy story which is what Sally's all about at the moment.
0: So, Tim gets chatting with Steve in the pub later and is just about to find out that there was... that he saw Tracy with somebody that wasn't Steve. Mm. Sally comes and extracts them both and sends Gav away and he knows he's got to keep quiet but he sits she sits tim down and says it wasn't steve in bed with tracy it was tommy flaming all things <laughs> what
1: a what a cliffhanger i love that and the fact the flame in it was like, yeah and it's even got the same Classic. number of syllables yeah. as wendy flaming Crozier. <laughs> <laughs> it was oh thank you very much um, that was fun Coronation that was good Street fun for, for i think this, we all that enjoyed that page. a lot I of think people think we
0: said we that wednesdays was pete Corey, and uh, that's not um yeah that's not an unfair summation but
1: what now but what what, now? what is gonna happen do you think that tim would um i feel is sorry he gonna feel on a bound is that with the lads code to go and reveal to steve what's been going on
0: well i'm just gonna say i feel sorry for tim because he was on a promise with Sally up until the point she found out about infidelity now she's just worried about that mm-hmm. but i'm sure that she was raring to go before she uh, made that discovery
1: yeah yeah, you're right. You're missing right.
0: out now. I think uh, Steve owes Tim a shag. <laughs>
1: yeah. Do you, um, I? I just can't believe that Sally can keep this to no, herself. She, won't. she,
0: she, Tim, Tim knows, and she's Tim probably going to tell. Tim knows. It's not her. It's not her place. I don't think she's going to. I think now she's told Tim. She's unburdened herself. I think it's going to be Tim that tells. She
1: just wanted to tell someone. It's yeah. like passing it on. Yeah. Like the ring video. Come, Come here, let me tell you. But I, I want. It could also go like. Sally tells Tim you mustn't tell you mustn't tell and then Tim I'm finds pretty... it difficult but then he doesn't tell but then Sally can't help oh. but say her, tell herself um, so
0: many ways this could go
1: so this time next week <laughs> will it all be out in the open is it going to happen quickly do you think?
0: I, hope, I hope it doesn't pro- get prolonged
1: no I don't need this to be a long but extended again, affair story if you... they can tie it up in the next few weeks I will be left satisfied
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> just as Tracy was <laughs>
0: You you made an insinuation when we began speaking about this that you thought that Tracy might be 18 months away from being abandoned with a bracelet.
1: <laughs> it's possible. O- only because they mentioned um, Tommy's infertility. But there's, the there's not been anything so like, far.
0: <laughs> this is why this is what's so, this is so funny. Because in real life, if someone said to you, oh, yeah, I, I can't have children, you'd be like... I'm so sorry. You wouldn't be like, that means you're going to have a child soon.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's it's too early still for Tracy to be rushing off to the bathroom to throw up in the mornings, isn't it? I
0: couldn't, as we've established, but, tell you the answer to that. Yeah. Um, Is she going to fall pregnant? We don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: great, great. So it was just a it was just a fun little adventure. There's no deep discussion to be had No, we don't to need to. There's no here. issues
0: here. No. Uh, we don't care about the paint colour.
1: No. No. Great stuff, great, great, great. Well done. Um right the far so, I don't really mind. I don't really line.
0: mind if you say fall pregnant, I just reserve the right to go mm. gemma
1: has got just it's a few. It's fine, I'm not, that her. I'm not gonna please
0: I'm not gonna please you.
1: Right, um the, the less interesting story, but still obviously had a little bit of mystery in the far right one.
0: I saw somebody and I can't remember where I saw this mm. or what specifically the wording of this was, but somebody wrote something like, Bethany's quite strange, isn't she? I'm <laughs> like yeah, she is a bit, isn't she? She is a bit weird. Is she? Yeah. she's a bit weird. In what way? She's just a bit weird. Oh,
1: okay. That
0: I just... don't, I just think she's, yeah.
1: Mm. Um, Right, An so. Odd duck. Um, Bobby, last week, found out about Lauren's bruises that we still don't know the source of exactly. Well, she
0: said she fell down the stairs. She, sa-
1: she says she did, yeah. But he comes into the cafe and she's quite cold towards him. Um, and he's like, you know, I, I also know about you doing Ovid's as well. And she is not impressed to find that all her dirty laundry has been aired um and she's like, i do what I want. I'm I'm eighteen. I'm not meeting with these guys or sleeping with them. Nothing to do with you, bog off Bobby. Um Bethany comes into the cafe later and Lauren's like, Right, I I could do with a bit of extra money. Could you write an article about being brainwashed by the far right group or something, please? That'd be be quite interesting.
0: That would make sense, wouldn't it, Bethany?
1: It's not as um Easy gossip as the catfishing, like shocking. It's oh not my a, gosh. Oh, I'm loving it.
0: lazily salacious to read, is it? It's, it, it? No,
1: it's like, oh, that's a bit sad, really. Yeah, that's a bit, ooh, it's it's that actually makes me quite feel a bit tragic. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, an article's an article, and uh, Bethany's. At first, she's like, "It's not. It's not going to make a whole lot of money, but maybe." Are you in touch with anyone from the far right group? No, says Lauren. But I could give you some names.
0: Can I get some quotes from them? Like Hitler wasn't wrong.
1: I didn't. I don't know what Bethany was expecting them to say. You what know you they mean? see when because she later on was it Wednesday's episode or, or, or later on today? Oh, she, she says them. Oh, I've contacted them and they didn't want to know. <laughs> and
0: they were like, Hi. "What was she expecting
1: for them to say? Oh, I'm not really racist, but I'm really scared of the person. Yeah. the person that's Have in charge." Have you been like, following the
0: Mason story? Because I'm Dylan. I'm Dylan. I'm, in I'm, that I'm story. the Dylan of the far yeah, right group. Yeah. yeah, I
1: don't. I don't really. But she's uh,
0: like, "Hello, can I?" Just get you, just get a few like kind of breezy, easy quotes for chit chat magazine. I can maybe put on the cover <laughs> yes. about your racist past and how you groomed a, a girl into helping you bomb someone.
1: I what well, I want to know is and maybe maybe this is something obvious, but can't they contact Spider? No. Is
0: he Next not expression. is
1: Spider not allowed to reveal information about this because it's his job? Is Why he not allowed to spread Toya? the goss? Well, yeah, it could be. Toy would love to get involved in this story.
0: toy has got a more interesting story than
1: than Lauren. I was...
0: I was stuck in a van by a mad woman who was... Oh, my
1: my, my, my boyfriend was secretly an undercover cop. There's, loads, there's so much Bethany drama is that just Bethany so, could write about. She's just
0: like... It's like... I'm trying to think of a good analogy. It's like she's... She's in a, she's like in a, she's in a, like, yo sushi, watching the sushi go by her on the conveyor belt. She doesn't quite understand. She's eating pickled ginger out of the jar. (laughs) Like, oh, is this, is this all there is? Like, no, grab yourself a nice big... A shimmy plate and tuck in. <laughs> what are you doing?
1: Anyway. Licking um,
0: wasabi off a spoon.
1: Maybe, maybe she's just gonna kick herself later when she realizes she could have asked Spider, but never mind. Um so Bethany's is gonna do a bit of investigating, but she's not really had much luck, but the editor has agreed to let her write the article. Lauren's going to get twenty percent of the hundred and fifty pounds, and she's not impressed with this. She does do the maths pretty quickly, but I suppose she does work in a cafe, so mental arithmetic is important. And she's like, I'm not, I'm not spilling the beans for that little. And um, Bethany heads uh, heads off, saying, "Oh fine, that's fair enough then. And Lauren spots that, because this is Monday's episode, quite conveniently, she's left her bag there, and when Bethany returns quite conveniently Lauren happens to be just in the middle of rooting through it and she's like I was just looking for ID to find out whose bag it was but Bethy doesn't believe her and Roy has got no choice but once again because it seems to happen quite a lot that she parts ways with this uh, particular I d- I establishment I thought I didn't like this to sack her
0: I didn't think that Roy would immediately sack her on the spot didn't you, you? no why?
1: I would have because thought that he, he would. I think he likes
0: his wastes and strays.
1: No, I think that he's a stickler for the rules too much, and but, I think he's got a, a her, list of sackable offences. Yeah, Lim- but you
0: have to—you have to believe that Bethany knows what's going on in Lauren's mind, and that Lauren lied to you.
1: What? So could so is Roy Bethany saying? Well, maybe he her. was just trying to. She, she was just trying to find out that it was.
0: Bethany like, doesn't believe this, but she doesn't know. But Roy's believing Bethany's belief over what Lauren is saying. I can't you remember see?
1: how it played out now. I don't know whether well, once says, no, Bethany... No, but when Bethany went, did no, Lauren say, oh, of... it was...
0: No, she, he sacked her in front of Bethany, I think. He
1: didn't. I'm sure that Bethany had gone by that point. Well, I don't know, but he sacked
0: It doesn't. Her. I thought this was out of character. I think he would have said something. Like, I'm going to choose to believe that you were looking through. But also, obviously
1: this is just no, Coronation know. Street. I could, I could buy Roy doing this.
0: Coronation Street is trying to force Lauren into whatever behaviour it is that she's doing that is causing her to get bruises. mm in order to get money.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter. Roy's fine. He's got a million other people working at that cafe. He's got Bernie. He's got Shona. He's got... Does it even sometimes work there? I can't remember. He, he'll, he can make do without Lauren. It's fine.
0: He can probably do it all himself, to be quite frank with you.
1: It's, it's Fair, fair. Um. So Wednesday then, Bethany tells Daniel she has contacted some far-right people, but they're not too happy about wanting her to write about well, them. Well,
0: they're like, what percentage do I get?
1: <laughs> yeah that's true you get 20 percent if, of if lauren gets 20 percent yeah so what's 20 percent of 30 pounds i probably should be able to do six that pound, but isn't it? not lot hmm? what oh yeah it is god you should teach the maths lessons not if me it's,
0: if it's money i almost always know the answer if yeah,
1: <laughs> you couch it as money i'm five, i'm
0: yeah. pretty good at it so six
1: pounds Nah, you're all right mate i don't think i will cough up for that much um Bobby later finds out from Roy about um, Lauren being sacked. I think I've got Warren. Warren. Who's here. I don't know. Warren Baldwin, perhaps? Lauren. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, so um, there's also, and I put it in this story because it's Bethany and it's Daisy and they kind of got this this cattiness going in between Do you them? remember
0: when at the beginning of the year we were completely convinced that the whole massive storyline for 2024 would be Jenny and Daisy's, uh, the fact that they stole money from Carla to buy the pub? No, and no. how would they We'd deal with the um, the financial fallout of taking on a pub that was so bad at performing that even a conglomerate wouldn't take it on? And we were thinking, like, how are they gonna? How are they gonna there's deal nothing. with it? How what, the hot pots? Are they really gonna be able to sell enough hot with the price of lamb?
1: But what we get is once every month or so, you get a little bit of um, Jenny belittling Daisy to show that she's still the boss, and Daisy getting narked about it.
0: We did get to see. There's a new guest beer
1: oh yeah what was it nun's, nun's temptation i think or, yeah. nun's revenge i don't know <laughs> um and and tim is none too happy with that choice because he'd prefer his newton and ridley which apparently they're not allowed to sell anymore because uh, the brewery won't let them and Jenny has already been to the brewery to say, look, can we come we have this back? And she says to Daisy, look, there's no point. They're hardly going to believe, uh, they're hardly going to listen to you if they won't listen to me. And she gives this brilliant kind of pompous smirk at that. I thought that was a, a lovely little delivery there from Sal. So um, Max, meanwhile, is with Bobby and saying, look, I've, I've not heard from her for a few days. Have you? No, says Bobby. Um, I did admit I do
2: I did tell I her did I... tell her
1: about the Ovids thing and um, so sort of probably both in her bad books to be honest, but it's okay. I'm a I'm a charming, cheeky chappy. I can go around there and smooth things over with her.
0: Mm, what, by favouriting your the best videos of hers? <laughs> That's the sort of thing Bobby would do.
1: Oh I even, you know, even Reddit this week has got a poll on there of what do you think about Bobby so far and <laughs> I'm starting to warm to him. It is in One. the lead. Yeah. I uh, did it when? Is it, is it, I it think over it now, did. but yeah, I, I think know. second place was I hate him still. But I am I am one hundred percent warming to. We Bobby. said from
0: the beginning this would happen. Yeah, and I think that there's also an element of I'm sick and tired of the backlash here. I don't I don't. It feels like picking on somebody now. It's getting to the stage where I'm uncomfortable with the the hatred, which I'm going to call the Jade Goody syndrome, which is exactly what happened with her. Everyone hated her, and then. The backlash got too much and then the whole thing flipped on its head and now, you know, then everyone was, I love Jay Goody. Same thing she happened with Princess though, Diana didn't she? and then she died as well. So maybe, maybe Bobby, maybe um, Lauren needs to die. Maybe, maybe. Bobby needs to die.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so Roy is currently in Lauren's flat um, bringing her wages plus a little bit extra because he's a good they, and she's like, oh, I don't Not deserve really. it. Oh, I'm so messed up. Oh, I'm miserable, miserable. I've let everyone down. Oh God,
0: she's such a moocher, yeah. isn't she? She's-
1: so I'm gonna get away. Oh, I don't deserve to live with in Weatherfield. Oh, I've I've, I've made such, such a mistake. Such oh, opulent,
0: luxurious Pity me, area. pity me.
1: Um, but she does. She doesn't want pity, but
0: she's glum. If I was gonna describe Lauren in one word, it would be glum. Yeah,
1: you're right. She's glum. Yeah. Um, so Roy's like, "Well, I'm sorry how things worked out. All the shake best. hands, off you go." And she's there, ready to cry, but still, still not quite enough for me to care. Sorry Lauren. It's
0: just how readily she feels sorry for herself it's it's the Alia victim syndrome where it's such a comfortable role that she seems to relish in that I I can't join in with her. She's doing enough pity party. This isn't a slight
1: against Kate Fitton's acting. She's doing exactly what she needs to but I'm still waiting to sympathise with her and I know that she's supposed to be an unlikable character in a way but
2: I think, I think, they think want we're us supposed to like, to like her, her, her a bit do. more
1: now than than we do. Yes. And, and is, is the latest move going? On? I don't know. So um, there's oh yeah, there's also a bit with Bethany and Daisy in the pub later, and um, Bethany because mm. it almost comes out, doesn't it? Bethany has to um, mentions to her to Daisy. Oh, it's always hard when your boss um puts their foot down or something or something like that. And oh, Daisy has geez. to bite her tongue to. To to not say actually we're equal partners in this, but she she can't reveal that you know the source of the rover's funds was actually Stephen's. Um,
0: so what do you Easily think, broken
1: into bank account.
0: What's Bethany's angle here? Is she just trying to ingratiate herself with with Daisy to try to maybe create some kind of conversation starter where she can warn her about what's going to happen.
1: The Chit Chat magazine, yeah, because mm. that that's still not been published yet, no. has it? So um, that that's still to come. But it didn't work anyway, and and when we're left with the the dangling thread of is the, the money chad? going to be found out about. So anyway, mystery time. Don't mm. know where don't know where Alia was during this, but um Bobby comes in uh to the flat, finds the door unlocked, music's on, empty, half made bacon sarnie by the sink. Mm. She's gone. Abandoned. How curly Disip-
0: is the bread? That's just not something so I picked curly. up from um. True detective. So he has, a,
1: he has a bit of a look around and, and he, he goes back off again because she's clearly not there. And um, he meets up with Max in the factory later and says what happened. And the Max says, oh, she's probably just nipped out. No big deal. But Bobby is less convinced. So, um, yeah, I think... Well, I
0: think one of the here two we have a here, here is smarter than the other...
1: You reckon, yeah, I think well, Bobby's got glasses, so he automatically wins, that, and that's how we tell between you and me, yeah, Is I've got, like,
0: I always wear glasses, and you only wear glasses sometimes
1: I wear, yeah, so um anyway, th- that was all, and, and there was also a bit about um Bethany going and writing the article, and she's doing it without people's permission i'm not, not too fussed about that, but Lauren then, so I mean, it hasn't been you know made one hundred percent clear in the show so far that Lauren has been spirited away by her mystery man. But clearly that's happened, hasn't it? She's not just bobbed off to the shop. There's enough clues there. No self-respecting
0: Northerner would leave a bacon sandwich uneaten in the kitchen.
1: No, and that's the biggest clue of them all. But what sauce was in there? Oh, why, when are we going to find out about that mystery man? I've got, my worry is that by the time we find out that, level of interest I currently have about it is going to have dissipated or they would have leaked now it is the prime accident. time yes if this leaks I'm going to be so fuming or if Coronation Street just announced next week on Coronation Street we'll find that the mystery man is actually Ken Barlow oh no don't do it I, I hope that the first time I find out about who this mystery man is we'll be watching the programme and I'd really actually quite like it to be Nobody that's on my Who's Lauren's mystery man video, but, but somebody, still be a character yeah. that we know.
0: Not like oh, Does it, it to be turns ra- out yeah.
1: it was. It was random Frank. extra three, yeah. Not Frank. He's a bully. He's not. A, he's not. Who's a, Frank?
0: Frank, oh, the, Frank no, the no, no, Frank. Different You think different Frank?
1: Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank's Frank's the name for Lauren on Coronation Street. Frank, um,
0: what's his name?
1: Frank Frank Carluccio. No.
0: Frank Factory.
1: Yeah, Factory, what was
0: it? Factory <laughs> Frank. They called him.
1: Oh gosh, I can't remember.
0: Frank.
1: Um, Frank. Frank. I don't know. I, Frank. Oh gosh. Foster. <laughs> Frank Foster. Thank you, everybody who's been calling out. <laughs> what are you there go. So, um, yeah, Lauren, the mystery of the missing Lauren, and the what I saw online. Somebody's saying because I, I, I was wondering I this little. I was wondering about this little
0: focusing on this twee little figurine.
1: Angel. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what's going on there? What's the clue there? And and clear, somebody's. I've seen online has picked up what is clearly gonna happen with this, that Roy was fingering her for the angel, wasn't he? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and so Lauren's going to her flat's gonna be like looked over by the police. Yeah. Forensic's gonna get dust in for prints. Oh, Roy's prints are on here. Clearly that's gonna happen. Um And
0: we'll all go it wasn't him, he's such not a Roy, nice is man. it? He only beat Gary with a baseball bat once mm. and set fire to a when he set fire to that boat. It was just a just joke, just an
1: accident. Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's the story. But at least it means we get a bit of a break from Lauren. I don't know how long she's going to be missing from. <gasps> Could you say that about her? Um, and the story. I like
0: just... Lauren more than I like Bobby.
1: Oh, hard saying. hitting views. Um, and I... I'm, I'm
0: just, <clears throat> I'm just hoping that I don't get a bee in my bonnet about Bobby like I do about Tim. Because mm. uh, I don't want everyone to hate me for not liking Bobby.
1: No, I'm sure they won't. Uh, it's, it's understandable, but he is getting better for sure. And yeah, just because he's not cracking jokes all the time, it's fairly simple.
0: Has he tried doing the arm, the the way you do the armpit fart jokes? Because that'd be good. That would be a Definitely way of just a getting bit. a line in. You know, like um, how Maureen Lippman does. She doesn't have a line, but she acts in the scene. He could just do that.
1: Yeah maybe maybe don't maybe not. Um anyway that's, that's I I haven't got any theories because the theories are exactly the same theories as we had before with who's Lauren's mystery man but I'm looking at Joel more. I'd Joel? Ra- I'd rather it be Nathan.
0: Why did he spend 300 pounds on a necklace with an L on
1: it? Would you rather it be Joel or Nathan?
0: Well, we've ruined it if it's Nathan, haven't we? Because everyone who's like, who would have been like, what? But well,
1: it wasn't our theory. We've, I, I've I know, saw somebody we've, else saying it.
0: But we've popularized yeah, Would you
1: rather it was Joel now. or would you rather it was Nathan? Because I think.
0: I'd rather it was Joel to get him out. I don't just. Like, I'm. I've, again, I hate this when I take against a character because I feel bad for the actor and stuff. Um, but, like, Joel, is just. Like, even him being. I'd rather he was a proper villain than just a man who shagged. Oh, but I'm
1: sure if it is Joel, this is how you do it. You make him seem normal and nice, and then as soon as you reveal that he's actually a secret wrong and in disguise, he suddenly becomes a lot more sinister. Yeah. And it's like, well, you that don't would like be more Chris interesting before.
0: to me. We already know that Nathan's a wrong one.
1: Well, I found Joel more interesting to watch as well. I can't remember what the actor who plays him is called, but I found him a lot more engaging and watchable in the last week or two because he's got this secret. He's not oh bland, God, any- he is not head. bland anymore. And um, so I, I, I'd quite, I wouldn't mind if it was Joel, but I do think I'd prefer the idea of a comeback. I don't. I think it, there's a risk that if it's the Nathan story coming back, then it's just going to try and dredge up the the past and try and make another...
0: Callum Lil.
1: There we go. And make another thing out of what was one of 2017's best stories. Um, and it could end up tainting it, maybe. I, I don't know. But, yeah, my heart says I'd rather it was Nathan. My head says it's probably more likely to be then what's the future for Joel? Well, he's clearly a wronger, and he's—I don't—I don't believe that Joel is going to stay in the show. I know, but so—but is if, that
0: all we—is that all there is to know about Joel? He just got a secret wife and kid.
1: No, because Dadi said there are no more secrets, are there? And he said no, there are no more secrets, which clearly is code for yes, there are secrets. So whether he's involved in being Lauren's secret mystery man maybe and necklace giver, or whether he's something else, maybe it he's Nathan's he's the not evil lawyer stay, he? He's not going to stay.
2: Hmm? Maybe Nathan he's Nathan's
1: easy, evil oh, lawyer. Maybe, maybe. Right, finally, let's just whiz through this this Leanne story, which, which wasn't much, to be honest. But um, over to you.
0: On Monday, Leanne's like, hey, mum.
1: I think we think that she was phoning Stella. I'm not sure. Because she wants to get married in you, France. She's like, she? mum,
0: are you in EastEnders now? Right. Okay. Anyway, sorry, can I just get... Right, uh, we want to get married in the south of France. You live there, don't you? Yeah. What part of it? Is it a good bit or a crap bit? Right, right. Anyway, it's irrelevant because it's not going to happen. <laughs> anyway, thanks. Speak to you later. It could be
1: that she was just speaking to Gail on the phone. I don't know.
0: Well, she wants to get married in the south of France.
1: Nick, not so keen.
0: Her and, her and Toya are like, oh, <laughs> oh, I've got a Pinterest board about it. Nick comes in to see David and he's like, I'm not... Wallace and Gromit have been talking about it. Oh,
1: this is a this is well done because they're speaking at the door, aren't they, of Number Eight? And David says, "Oh, Wallace and Gromit have just been talking about your plans." And then we walk in and we say, "We see that." I mean, it couldn't have been many other people, but it was a nice kind of setup and then reveal of who he's talking about. And
0: it is Gellinord. Yeah,
1: Gellinord just says it.
0: You didn't say it. I'm sure I did. Oh, um, I they've been talking about it. They go inside and David's making a comment about it maybe being called off and. Gail is very intrigued but Nick says I've not got cold feet I'm just taking my time I do love her and we're soulmates and Gail says if you've got any doubts not going through this again (laughs) (laughs) and Nick's like no I don't yeah
1: Gail's not always been Leanne's biggest fan no
0: she's hated her from the beginning which I think is great I love love people that hold grudges (laughs) and Nick returns home tells Leanne that they might want to scale back the idea of getting married in France it's a lot of money after all and you can get the same cheese in Tesco
1: and that, and that as i said it. before yeah yeah so um g- good week good week i thought also that...
0: it's too hot in the south of france Ugh.
1: and most people don't mind that Gemma. I'm why
0: would you go somewhere that's hot
1: yeah you, you, you don't make i'm
0: sense. not even joking about that question right. <laughs> make let any us sense let to us me. rate
1: the week <laughs> um wednesday was absolutely fabulous monday was good um you can tell it's a good week because I'm really torn about who to give my character of the week to. You know, Ooh. some weeks it's like, oh, I don't know, nobody really. who have got to pick um, Mad Lad, as it was last week. yeah, totally Mad Lad. Um, but this week, character of the week, so I could easily go Sally. I could go Sean. I could go Dee Dee. Um, I could go, actually, maybe they're the main ones that I I think
0: Sean for. is mine. Oh,
1: explain yourself.
0: I just thought he was... I thought it was a nice opportunity for everyone to be reminded that Anthony Cotton can actually do dramatic performances. I liked the situation that he found himself in. It was interesting to me to watch him struggle with this new knowledge about his son. Um,
1: and But I also like that he gave that hug at the end. Yeah,
0: he's trying he... his best and he doesn't know what the best thing is because being your kid's friend is not the best idea all the time. You know, mm. even if you feel like maybe the punishment's too harsh, sometimes you have to do it. Yeah. And yeah. and I think he struggled with that. And um, I think Anthony Cotton did a really good job of being able to portray those kind of conflicts without having that many sounding boards. Like I've said before on um, soaps, one of the biggest hurdles is you don't get an internal monologue. And so characters have to either, like, have to have a friend or a confidant or something to tell their emotions to, if they or their thoughts, if they can't yeah. portray it, you know, by acting. And he. I think he did a really good job.
1: Mm, he did. He was great. I mean, Tony Morsley, also fantastic in this story. George wasn't a big enough character for me to make in Character yeah, he was great. of the Week. <laughs> um Oh, I do I? Like, I'm really. I'd really like to give it to Sally because I just enjoyed those scenes so much. Sally's already. She's very high up on our character of the week list, isn't she? But she mm-hmm. hasn't been character of the week for girl. a long time. Um, oh, I think I think it's John as well. I think he just pips her for for appearing more he prominently had- in two episodes. Um, he
2: hasn't
0: had much of an opportunity so for, for
1: sticking to his guns fans. when he didn't sort of throw still in a, a, a all singing all dancing 16th birthday party. But the performance when he found out about the um, the, the, the text, the forgiveness at the end, uh, just about as much as I adored Sally on Wednesday, I'm going to give it to Sean. Um, I am going to score this episode of Coronation Street um, four bottles of the bistro's third finest red wines. Please, Toya. (laughs)
0: Hmm. (laughs) And you? I'm going to give this episode um, four bamboozled window cleaners. (laughs) Fine. Fine.
1: Okay. Oh, sorry it
0: wasn't good enough. Sorry I didn't pick your other option, which I don't even know the reference of.
1: Four trips for Mrs. Whittacombe to the Aquarium. and That was 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 Daniel talking about um, Bertie's little dinosaur, fluffy dinosaur toy, wasn't it? You're not paying attention to after
0: Anne Widdicombe?
1: Clearly so. Um, right. Good job, Coronation Street. Let's hope next week's another good one as well. Um, time, yeah. 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 Do it. Time for the news. Okay, on to the news then. Now, if you, the first thing you do when you listen to Conversation Street every week is skip straight to this news section to find out what the Curry cast have been up to and you're thinking, why aren't they talking about John Sabadant? We did start the podcast with that. We have nothing more to say in the news section. Um, But we started off today's episode with a bit of a tribute. And there is more to come. Um, What we are going to have as our top story this week is Bruce Jones has done a bit of wrestling, hasn't he? He's made his wrestling debut in the Sovereign Pro Wrestling. And we talked about this when it was advertised a few months ago you remember yeah yeah so um he's 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 done it now he's stepped into the ring um i've not found a whole lot on in in in, in reports about it I, I heard that um he was wearing his like les that me, double denim um he came into rocking all over the world by status quo and uh it just sounds, sounds like a lot of fun and he was getting all the crowd chatting less 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 i think it's amazing um i don't know if there's any videos online about it. i suppose i haven't looked too hard at it but um there we go. That's that's the top bit of news this week. Bruce Jones has done some wrestling. Good for
0: him. Then we've also got... He's 71. He's 71. Ryan Thomas we- came joint second. He played Jason Grimshaw... Joining second in Dancing on Ice last week with one and an eight, three nines. Just because Sweeney's gone, Connor doesn't mean eight, that we're not going to
1: fill a, uh, a a cabin slot with with scores of Dancing I on Ice. But scores are out yeah, of ten. Yeah, Ryan Thomas is doing quite well, so we are firmly in the go Ryan Thomas camp. I mean, um, he he can ice. win Celebrity Big Brother. Why not this one as well? Yeah. Um. And finally, sad news. Um. Alan Howell and Tisha Merry have apparently split up right i know Gemma. tragic stuff
0: (laughs) i just don't see this as any of our business (laughs) i know i'm just trying
1: to fill up it's like when i was coming up with the news this week what are we going to talk about there needs to be big news and in the end the big news was something horrible that we didn't actually even talk about in the news section but um according to sources alan and tisha mary who played slaggy steph have split up and um it's sad times, really, because he, you know, he'd been going out with Lucy Johansson, and then we thought he'd, he'd found new love with Tisha, and now it's now it's over apparently, and she's moved out of Alan's home and is throwing herself into work with other things, according to the source. There's nothing much to say about it. I just want this is like the shortest news segment ever. That's okay. People are going to look at the timestamps of this and say, "Oh, there's going to be a big long news segment about John Savage and they're not going to understand that we've already talked about it. But
0: they will do. You know,
1: there's there's not. I tell you. We we found some curry. I forgot to mention this. We found some curry news that I think passed us by before. But oh, yeah. um, Ryan Prescott and that's, Mikey that's North. Good news. This is no, good. Okay, this let's is talk better. about this instead. talk about. Can you find the dates I've for it. it? Yeah. It so is... Ryan Prescott and Mikey North are going to be doing a meet meet your curry fans, meet no. your curry cast, and ask them questions. Kind Friday, of thing.
0: the nineteenth of April. Mm-hmm. Prices start from 13, 50, 30 pounds fifty. Um, Seven thirty. Um, you can get VIP tickets, which involve um, meet and uh, greet. bubbly and meeting them beforehand.
1: Um, this is a bit like, you know, Mike, you remember when Mikey and Millie went to Canada last year or the year before? I can't remember. Um, yes, but it's even more remote. <laughs> this is, isn't it? Even more remote. Where can, where can you go to meet Mikey North and Ryan Prescott, Gemma?
0: It, you will have to go to...
1: Sorry, you're not referred to this at all. This is my fault. It's on, is on it's on the Isle of Wight.
0: On the Isle of It's on the
1: Isle of Wight. So, um, yeah, in a couple so, of yeah, months' time... Uh, Ryan
0: Connor, um, who plays...
1: No, Ryan, Ryan Prescott. Ryan
0: Prescott, who plays Ryan Connor, and Mikey North, who plays Gary Windus, are doing a... Um, yeah, like a talk. It's, it starts at 7.30. There'll be a Q and a at the end. You can get... Memorabilia from celebrities past and present, and there will be a charity silent auction. Um, this is great stuff. This this is the sort of thing that I get jealous
1: of of Canada forgetting, and I say we never have this. And I know we just did uh, a signing for Julie Hesman House we a couple of months it. ago. We we went to one, but um, I'm like, well, why why did why did Corey Cast have to go all the way to Canada to do this when people in the UK would quite like it as well? I will say that. Going over to the Isle of Wight to do it, I, I don't know what it's you know.
0: Even for us, literally, Isle of Wight
1: is literally just over there for we're us. Like we're like the
0: almost... closest place to the Isle of Wight that isn't on the Isle of Wight, and this is still a bit. You can pain.
1: stand at the end of our road and see the ships that take you, <laughs> that take you over to the Isle of Wight. Almost, but it's a bit. But we we might go. We might go. We're we're trying to figure out um, so... whether we should and whether we can afford we're it. Trying and to
0: find stuff. this. I'm sorry. Um, this is a very difficult website to.
1: To do find on your phone. information. What do you want to know?
0: It. Well, where, where, where... It's in Newport. Okay, Newport. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, we, we may well, on that date, get a little ferry across to East Cows, go to Newport, go and meet up with Ryan Prescott and Mikey North and say, hey, remember VOP,
0: us. VIP, meet and greet, you get to go in uh, from 6.15
2: oh. for,
0: for a personal session, <laughs> uh, like Nibbles. They, they'll sign a personal item, no paintings, and you can have a professional photo opportunity... On the red carpet, and front two rows of the allocated premium seating, and you can pose a question in a relaxed atmosphere.
1: I'm just, like, really, really curious about... I'd I'd quite like to go, obviously, because um, Ryan Prescott's a lot of fun, Mikey North is, like, the nicest guy. I'd really be interested to see this, obviously, but I'm also really curious about... Who else out. will be there? Because <laughs> it's on the Isle of Wight. I am a bit stranded there. An, about this. Is there an untapped like wealth of Coronation Street fans on the Isle of Wight? It's not. It's not the fact that it's a bit of Maybe a pain to get on that a boat. Many seats left, but you know? the the water to go from here to the Isle of Wight is literally the most expensive yeah, stretch well, of water it that point. in the I don't world. Know if it still is. is there? Are there not many seats left? Is this fully booked? Oh my gosh, we need to get this booked quickly.
0: Don't tell them about this.
1: Don't, right, that, we need to book our tickets before this goes out. We wow. have to
0: check we can go, because we've got to go on the ferry, and it takes a long time.
1: Yes, we Longer need to sort out do. the timings for this. They'll yeah. wait for us, won't they?
0: Guys, anyway, you Anyway,
1: if you're one of the people that have almost booked up all the tickets for this well, event... I don't, know
0: if I don't know if that's... That's all the, the VIP. There's A few pe- people have gone for the old VIP right. thing. And I haven't looked to the other one. Okay. A bit, bit of a weird website. I'm just gonna say.
1: Fine. So we will maybe go to that, or maybe we're too late. Either way, maybe we're not too late. I hope anybody who goes there has a lovely I'm just time. Having other um, other tickets. Right.
0: This is great. This is. Oh no, there's loads of tickets. There's
1: loads of tickets left.
0: It's. I was looking at the VIP <laughs> tickets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Have you skipped across to the feedback section yet? Because this is just just this is you us can finding get out live. Some
0: standard tickets. That's fine.
1: There we there's, go. Co-
0: there's more. There's more sold than I thought there would be, but you know. Now and that's we not we a slight on it. Mikey and Ryan. No, it's, it's not a, a slight on the do. Isle of Wight. Yeah, sorry, and <laughs> I can say that because my family's from the Isle of Wight, so we've all got web feet.
1: <laughs> okay, okay, we're done. That is the news, unless anything else comes in. <laughs> Just is a chance, any? No, that's any it. News? Boop, 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 boop. No. news over. Time yeah. for feedback. So it is feedback time. You ready, yeah, to yeah, I'm ready for some feedback? If Go you would on. like to send us some feedback, then just pop an email over to conversationstreet at gmail.com. And as long as we don't get lost in our inbox, we will almost certainly read it as the characters not the characters you're not characters you're real the people who have emailed us this week I seem to find out I would like to say because I'm I'm not going to read this one out but um, I would like to say thank you very much to Hadley who emailed us um, a grape nut recipe (laughs) this week (laughs) (laughs) having listened to the episode recently where we um, slagged them off slagged off grape grape nuts but yeah grape nut pudding apparently is very very nice Um, you can say
0: all kinds of controversial things on this podcast but grape nuts grape
1: nuts are nice Mm no Um, Hadley was also saying that I can't believe this that the episodes of Cory still aren't out on Hulu. I I assumed That's it was a silly. temporary blip, um, and I these poor American viewers are having out. to find um, other methods. Oh God, you know to, what? To watch What's going on? I don't. know
0: ITV's not taking it seriously. Going, oh yeah, we'll just put everyone put it on struggle. whenever.
1: Yeah, they'll find it. Hulu's They're a bunch not. of nerds. What what is happening here? Uh, anyway, thank you very much, Hadley. I cannot promise that we're going to be making the great nut. Are wedding. you not
0: doing the scores?
1: Oh yes, I did forget this. Sorry, yes, I did forget the scores. Three point eight four out of five, much higher than we scored it last week. We did not; we were not too keen on last week's curry, but it sounds like the listeners were, including John, who gave it three and a half prickly heat sensations all over out of five. Fiona, three gifts of Daniel O'Donnell on the plat chat out of five. And Jack, I'm to like this one. Three words over the word count out of 50. <laughs> <laughs> Great stuff. Um, okay. Um, I will read out George's email, which came in earlier this evening. Wednesday's episode was absolutely hilarious, says George. It felt like a classic British sitcom with so many misunderstandings. First in Sally's exchange with Steve, which had me in stitches. And then in the separate scene, the look on Tommy it was like he'd seen a ghost when he thought Sally had worked it all out. <laughs> Throughout the episode, I was willing Miss Marple to work it out. Sally had all the clues but not put them together until the closing moment when she told Tim and I was screaming at my telly. <laughs> they can't leave it there, especially with no episode on Friday. Screw you, football. Screw you, football. Yeah, rather than screw you, footballer, which is this story. Yeah. Uh, but the moral of this story Dirty. is... You're going to do lunchtime bonking, close your flaming windows, regardless of if it's with your partner or not. Yeah. To be fair... What? You're not going to be expecting somebody to look in your upstairs windows, are you? I
0: just don't know why you wouldn't close your curtains.
1: I think that Tracy likes to. Because the somebody can murder
0: it. you. Hmm? Yeah.
1: What's that got to do with it?
0: Well, you don't want to get murdered.
1: What's that do got you? to do with your curtains? No. Well, they won't
0: be able to see if you're in there to murder you if you've got uh, your curtains closed. Yeah, think not. about
1: okay. it. It all makes sense now. Um, in more serious stuff, I am disgusted with how Joel has treated Dee who even though. even told the. T word. She, she loved him, and I can't believe he's as a wife you and they had a to have a child who we've yet to see. Now, if Dee Dee doesn't twit. soon kick him in the balls, then I will. we hasn't got any. Harsh words there from. Uh,
0: Them fighting words, George. Um, yeah, from
1: George. Sorry, George. I assume
0: uh, it's the same George from Coronation Street. <laughs> Can you just imagine? imagine. George. You would die. I just think kick if him George in the balls, I think if George Shuttleworth kicked you in the balls, you'd be dead. Your balls would be through your throat. Mm. I thought that would
1: be quite a good business opportunity for him, wouldn't it? If things are looking make a bit... Your own make your ends clients. meet. I haven't had very many corps lately. Yeah, make your own clients. No, that's... You know, maybe he's going to be the next serial killer.
0: <laughs> I'd be, he'd be like the weepy voiced killer. He'd always be sad about it. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean to.
1: Um, Attawajama. He was
0: just... Frankie was just a bully out to kill him. <laughs> Nancy's email, she says, I am finding the Liam story fascinating to watch because of the way Mason is being portrayed. He acts like he is the equal to the adults and Mrs. Crawshaw. That is true, actually. Yeah. He, he's he's pretending to be mature, isn't he? Mm. She says, I am surprised Eileen can tolerate him in her house. I do hope we see something of Mason's home life to round him out.
1: I think, like, Eileen tolerates him because he's generally well behaved there, isn't he? Well,
0: you can't I just I think kick she sees through out. it. I know he looks older because he is older because the actor's older, etc. But you can't just you can't just be horrible to a sixteen-year-old boy.
1: No, she's she's got no up You've got until no this reason, point got no reason yeah. to kick him out other than that. Well, I nobody knows because
0: Dylan won't tell anyone. Mm. Nancy says Bobby could end up saving Lauren over her mystery man. The reason of this, from the mystery man from the mystery man. The reason the subject of Rob Donovan is awkward for Carla is because she is the one who figured out. Rob killed Tina. Yes, very true. It was great to see Paul on the motorbike. I loved the barbershop quartet. It was wonderful for Billy to tell Paul how he feels. I am sure if Summer were to leave, she would be in constant contact. More is the pity. (laughs) Nancy didn't say that I did. Tracy will be caught by Mary. I'll give this week's episode three windows that a glistening gav cleaned out of five character of the week is Liam.
1: Oh yeah, glistening gav. That was his um, nickname for himself last week, wasn't it?
0: I think we need to think about think that, that again. Think now
1: and again, do you reckon? But it could be another bit of double entendre there. Um, That's right. The, huh? Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. Say no
1: more. Rebecca's thoughts on last week before we finish. Um, I'm feeling the Liam story, but I can understand how Michael feels. I just feel so bad. Like I just.
0: There's nothing that makes you feel more like a, a like a monster with no humanity than when there's something deeply touching to everyone else, and you're like. Yeah, I can see no. a human might like this.
1: <laughs> Nobody wrote in last week after my rant about it and said, "Michael, you, uh, you monster." But I think they just stopped. I'm sure, thing. you were thinking it, some of you. <laughs>
0: I just can't. you latch on to different things, and you cannot help yourself.
1: I know. I know. It's just
0: it's, and we've never said anything bad about this story um, at all, have we? No, no. It just didn't it. make me cry.
1: Um, anyway, uh, but Rebecca suggests maybe I think of Liam like a cat.
0: Imagine if someone was being oh mean my to a gosh. cat, and they're like texting the cat, going, "You, you're a horrible cat. Him a cat, rat cat, you're a horrible cat."
1: If there was a crying cat,
0: should we look at a yeah. picture of Puss in Boots? Oh, and I, imagine it's Liam. I
1: just can We, uh, we can
0: get AI to. Oh no, but to, I
1: want to say my my dad's cat died I this know. week. That's sad. That's that's there's news. Do you remember? Do you remember Safi, our original cat? If you've been listening for a long time, well, her brother Max lived with my dad and mum. My mum when he, when she was alive, and he had to be put to sleep this week. So very sad. I dedicate today's podcast to, to Max. poor Max. To he was there Max.
0: before racist Max. It mm. so wasn't named after him.
1: No, and actually, the reason that I thought about this was because Ma- Max was like the grumpiest cat we've ever known, wasn't he? And he often also looked like he had a bit of a weepy eye. So yeah, that's what I always was, looked That's sad. what I was thinking. He never really when, looked happy. <laughs> I've never seen it more miserable Never cat, seen that cat
0: smile. But
1: but he was very affectionate. Whenever we Aww. whenever we go and visit you Dad, go, I would always like say, hello, Dad. Um,
0: where's where's, where, where's
1: the cat? And yeah, so I will not be able to do that next time we go and see him. So that's very sad. Anyway. Fifteen. <sighs> hmm? Fifteen. Fifteen what? He was 15? I thought it was 14. Oh, God. He was middle teenagers. Um... Anyway. You
0: can, yeah.
1: Sorry for sorry for the bubble there, but you know, we, we don't hold back, right, we just next. tell you anything, whether it's appropriate or not. Um that's peer pressure for you. Says, Rebecca says, says I'm glad that George stuck up for Liam and I'm hoping George will be used more in this story. I laughed when he couldn't crack Dylan's code on his phone. Slightly refreshing to see that for a change. Um Rebecca also has praise for Samia doing a fantastic job. Yep. Um and I really Excellent. hope Gary goes for Mason your hope came true. Um, Also like the Leanne and Simon scene, Jane and Alex bounce off each other really, really well. I love Leanne proposing, but I was a little shocked. Nick was unsure. Why did he buy the ring for her then? So he bought her the ring before... he's a
0: flaky man. Yeah, he did. He was going to propose to her and then he got put off because of what was revealed about her and Simon, yeah. and her keeping a secret about Simon. So he started second-guessing it because of Sam, because Sam was put into danger by Simon's actions I... that Leanne tried to hide from him. And then he's thinking, if she's going to hide that because of Simon, then what else would she... I
1: just think that, you know, he's known her for 25 years. Nobody's perfect. If he was... <laughs> if he was ready to propose to her, and then, yes, you know, his son's life is in danger... But it wasn't Leanne's fault. And I think if that one thing was enough to make him seriously doubt that he wants to spend the rest of his life with this woman, then yeah, maybe they shouldn't be together yeah, after I think all. You're right. Um anyway, um predicting a bistro war Chariot Square Hotel wedding, says uh says Rebecca. Don't
0: kid yourself, Leanne, you ain't going to South France.
1: No. Um Corrie hasn't been on location Since. Um not in, not abroad, but it was uh, I'm pretty. I can't remember. Is it the, the was it the the Stephen time? Eileen on holiday? When was that? I don't remember when that was, but I think that was was the that last the
0: awful time. transphobic the, one?
1: Yes. Um,
0: Maybe they're not allowed to go abroad, think,
1: <laughs> <or>. <laughs> um, Not really first two, Lauren's mystery man is Rebecca. Um, I just hope that Max doesn't think it's Daniel. Yeah, Daniel's clearly going to be another suspect as well, isn't he? If Max or was Daniel's, saying... Is, yeah, if, if Max, Max is like, oh, <laughs> he, what? yeah, it, it, and you know, <laughs> he was saying, what are you doing tutoring her and things last week? The the suspects are gathering. If um, he was
0: that good at, at um tutoring her English, then she'd be able to write her own bloody article for £150 and give... give give Bethany she can give her 30 quid instead
1: very true Um, Rebecca says that she's warming towards Lauren and Bobby you liked Bobby anyway from the beginning didn't you Rebecca um, I like the theory that Nathan is Lauren's mystery man, but I do think it's Joel. Um, Rebecca was also a fan of the Barbershop Quartet. Um, but not Bethany not thinking that Daisy's going to see the article. She's as stupid as her mother is over Damon. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dee Dee not wanting sex before marriage now that she's found Christianity is really refreshing. Um, yeah, I, d- I thought that was a, a nice touch. It's that they will occasionally have characters that have those particular
0: Yeah, but they, the, views, the but writers treat them like it's a hurdle. Like, aha! Uh-huh. Mm. How can we make And then, then they generally her?
1: just make them do it anyway. Yeah. So I really, really hope that Dee Dee holds out here, but I I think the temptation is going to be too much.
0: Well, it's going to, yeah, for, not for her, not for her, but for the writers. For the, yeah, for the writers. To go, to, well, not the writers, but, you know, the story,
2: yeah, whatever.
1: whoever.
0: Um, to go, oh, she's going to be tempted and she's going to f- give it, you know.
1: Mm. Yeah. I think it's really interesting to have Not that. Not Joel though. To have that. Um, Character of the Week is Bobby, but Liam was a close second. I would also say that probably... Um, I, don't, I don't know, but because we know that Shanique is also um, as well, a, a lady of faith I and Christianity, that she might also influence support that. I don't know. I don't know. That, that, that she, she would have on it,
0: but... Um, what? Well, I just... I, I hope that if she does have an influence, she she's she's having a very positive one if she's the one who's influencing where the story's going with Dee Dee at the moment because mm. I've been finding it the same as Rebecca said actually really refreshing and a nice change I mean I think Billy's a good character <laughs> I don't think he's a great Christian
1: yeah do you think that but do you next... think that Lauren looks down on him Lauren not Lauren. Like, I get everyone's name wrong Dee Dee she I think down she probably say, thinks I could do the job. I'm more morally <laughs> superior than the archdeacon. Just saying. Just saying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well.
1: Yeah. I. I don't know. Right. It's depending
0: um, on how religious she is, she probably maybe she doesn't believe that women should be in the church.
1: Maybe. Don't know. Maybe. Don't know
0: what, how old anyway, school she's going to get with it.
1: It's really, really refreshing. And I hope that I'd lo- I hope that she finds a lovely Christian boy who's yeah. not a nutcase, please. Dee Dee is the closest that we've got to a Christian that's not a nutcase <laughs> since Emily since Bishop. Since Emily Bishop, yeah. Basically,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, and yeah. I, I feel the same way about any character of Faith. The only other person, the only other Faith we've ever had represented, really, is um, Muslim with mm. Alia and... Um,
1: we had we were in a bit of hinduism with their halahans but yes, yes not much
0: but i think that theirs was it felt more like they were talking about their the cultural the culture side rather of,
1: than the yeah um
0: i don't know how i don't know whether that was the intention or what, whether i don't know and we also had a tiny tiny bit of uh, judaism uh, yes Nicola. <laughs> yeah um but that was just one like episode one episode
1: it's cook summer a day, yeah yeah um character of the week was bobby for um he says, Rebecca. <laughs> but Liam was close second. I'll give the week three and a half times. Mary called Tommy her little tank engine out of five. Yeah, I forgot that one. That was funny. Right, there we go. That is it. We Thanks done. Thanks, everybody,
0: for... Done with this
1: week's podcast.
0: Writing in and letting us know, what did you think? I'm
1: feeling good about tonight's episode. I thought that was a good one. What, this podcast? Yeah, yeah. Good. Last week, I was a bit like, mm, not not Again,
0: we are recording this earlier. The the, the advantage know, of... look at that. 10 o'clock. The advantage of... Coronation Street, not having a regular schedule, is that like we can do our podcast slightly earlier, and I think next it week. does actually help us. We're not it just though. tired,
1: um, but anyway, we we got to have our tea. We got warmed up, leftover curry. For Why do you tonight. do
0: this? You did this last time as what? well. What's what wrong, wrong with up that? Curry.
1: Oh, it's nice. It's good. I'm looking forward to it. Warmed up curry. Yeah. So leave us to it. Email yeah, us at conversationstreet@gmail.com, <laughs> please. It'd be lovely itunes review of course come on somebody i
0: think warmed up insert name of of food here is my culinary equivalent in hatred as full pregnant <laughs> warmed up just makes it sound like
1: right you're making my unpleasant. tummy rumble you know where to contact warmed us if you up. want to we love it sorry we can't always respond to everything we try it are so popular no, we just get loads of comments all over the place, and then I forget. It's to, hard. To, it's, yeah, well, if I like them all on Twitter. If I like them on YouTube? We do
0: appreciate you guys so much, and thank you every time you um, interact with us. It yeah. helps us. That,
1: that email that Hadley sent earlier, he also said some very, very thank lovely you. things about the podcast as well. So
0: appreciate all of much. you guys, and I hope that you've done, some, done something productive with your podcast listening time.
1: Yes, hope your houses are spick and span,
0: and you've driven all the way. <laughs>
1: Goodbye. <laughs> see you next week. Bye. Music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com and fingers crossed for the interview next week that I promise at the start of the episode you'll have to you see. You can interview
0: me if you like. Nah. Oh, no.
1: The question was why aren't you making my dinner?
0: Well, I'm going to kill you.